And boom, we're back. I'm not gonna start off. Oh, you're not gonna start. I would take more. I think. Yeah, take more. What, dude? A moment to think. Franny, you got any like no shit there are was stories? This man said the thing it's us. I mean, like, like think of a st- like a story that just pops, like fucking in your head, like no shit there I was when that bullshit right, happened. I'll start with okay. Damn, I saw somebody die in front of me. <laughs> what? That's a good one. That's a no shit there I was. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was like on fucking Highway 29, uh, like oh, beside wait, you told me this beside one, yeah. Los Reyes. Uh, I was chilling. There's like you know that stop sign right there. After you come out of Los Reyes. Oh, that stop sign is really dangerous. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was behind like this really old. Like Honda looking car, maybe like a Civic. It 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 could have been a Toyota though. I, I don't know. I don't really clearly remember. Mm. But um, no shit. There I was, and uh, <laughs> I was chilling at the stop sign behind this car, and uh, we were chilling there for like only a few minutes. But then they tried to go, and I guess they just didn't check well enough because they pulled out in front of a Jeep going like sixty five, and it was like one of those old cars. But not like the old cars that were like built good. Yeah. Like it was just like an old rusty car. Oh god. Like new enough to not be built sturdy. You know what I mean? But also not new enough to be new. It's all rusted aluminium. Aluminium, yeah. Um and uh Is that biodegradable? <laughs> god damn it. But uh yeah, a little foil on it, you know. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but like, nah, this is not funny. But uh anyways, all respect on these people. But they pulled out in front of the Jeep. Like as soon as I blinked, like they had traveled like around four hundred feet. Jesus. And uh they were coming to a stop like down the road. They got T boned on the driver's side mm. and like you know, well, I mean, what's your first thought when that shit happens? Like, goddamn, like, holy shit, it just happened. Yeah. And so, like, for a good 30 seconds, I was just sitting there, and I was like, yo, did that shit actually just happen? And then, um, like, so I'm walking up. Well, first off, after I collect myself, I pull over because I'm like, damn, I just can't, I can't just keep going. Like, as a human, I can't just keep going after that shit happened in front of me. Yeah. So I pull over to the side. And it was, like, me and this other guy, we were, like, the first on the scene. And, like, when I got there, like, the dude was just kind of, like, hanging out the window almost. And um, he looked normal at first. But when I came up to him and I started, like, um, like patting him on his shoulder, I was like, hey, hey, like, are you okay? Like, you know, just trying to get him to respond. But uh, he he wasn't responding. and But his eyes were open. Um but, like, so after I tried that for a little bit, like, there was just nothing, no progress, anything like that. So I was just like, damn. But then, like, after a few minutes, like, his head just started to fucking swell up like a goddamn pimple. Like, yeah, like, the swelling on his head at one point became bigger than his actual fucking head. So I was like, oh, God. So I took a step away from that. And, um, like, I don't know, it, it was just so weird because, like, as the as the bubble on his head got bigger which was just um internal bleeding in his brain was all the blood didn't have anywhere to go so it just expanded outwards yeah um but like he kind of let out like this final like sigh like a lot like really long so you heard you heard his last breath yeah yeah yeah. heard his last breath he was like right there in front of me Damn. i was like holy shit and so that kind of freaked me out so i was like okay 
there's nothing I can do for this dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go check on the passenger. And the other people that were around when they had seen the wreck, um, they were already, like, talking to her. But, mm-hmm. like, she wasn't responding. But um, I came up to her and, like, I patted her on her shoulder. And I was like, hey, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And um, she wasn't responding at first. But then she kind of just, like, snapped to. Like, her eyes just opened oh, real fast. And she, like, she was kind of. Like, like, the second wind? Yeah, and she was like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. big-ass gas. Yeah. And, um, like, she was just looking around, and she was just like, oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, Jesus. Like, this and that. And I was just like, ma'am, ma'am, are you okay? Like, mm, what's your name? Like, what's your name? What day is it? Mm. Do you know where you're at? You know, simple first, first responder questions. Mm. And um, she knew her name. I forgot what her name was, but, um, and I was like, uh, do you know this guy? Do you know this man beside you? And she was like, yeah, that's my husband. And, uh, I was like, damn, I was like, and she's like, is he okay? Is he okay? I'm just like, oh, I'm not sure, ma'am, but I just want to make sure that you're okay first. And, uh, I was like, paramedics on the way right now. Um, can you move? Like, does anyone hurt? And she was just like, everything hurts. And, uh, she, so like the car was so fucked up that like, we couldn't do shit to get into it. Everything was just locked up. Yeah. So, um, like, at least five, ten minutes went by before paramedics arrived on the scene. Mm-hmm. And uh fire department as well and police and stuff. And uh, they had the fucking jaws of life her out. And uh, she ended, she actually was walking. Really? So she was fine. Yeah, she 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 walked away from it. But they put her on a stretcher anyways mm-hmm. just because, like, you don't want me on your feet after that. Yeah. yeah. It generally and, could have been pumping so she might not have felt another. Yeah, that too. Exactly. But, um, so, yeah, um, uh, so they put her in the ambulance and stuff, and they got him out, and they started performing uh, CPR on him, because, you know, yeah. heart wasn't pumping. I don't even know why they tried, but I think they just have to. They have to, yeah. But, um, yeah, so they put him on the stretcher, took him in the ambulance, but his ambulance didn't go anywhere mm. for, like, the whole time that I was talking to them, and I was there for, like, 30 minutes, and then, uh... The police officer was like, hey, like, if it's okay, can you just stay here? Like, we're going to ask you some questions in a bit. Um, they were like, you don't have to, but, like, it would help us out to figure out what happened. And I was like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'll stay. Um, Snitch. <laughs> nah, but I was like, you know, shit. Um, because, uh, damn, a little bit later, I forget what they're called, but they're, like, the car accident investigators. Mm-hmm. Like, they come out and they, like analyze like where the accident happened exactly and they like um keep records of like skit marks like how far the car traveled where they break it down basically yeah exactly to figure out what exactly happened investigators of the crash is there any way to help like prevent this from happening in the future stuff like that yeah yeah i guess something like that but um yeah so they came up talked to me and they were like asking me questions basically like did i see it happen and i was telling them yeah this and that they asked me a few more questions and they were like all right, uh, one more question. They were just like, "Are you are you okay?" Like, they were like, "You just witnessed something traumatic. Like, a man died here today. The driver did not make it." And um, like, I don't know. That shit was just crazy to hear. Like, I knew already that yeah. he was dead, but like, just the fact that they yeah, like when they place it like that towards you is a different way of viewing it. Yeah, but like, it also made me question myself in a sense too because I was not phased by it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I went home and continued my day like nothing just happened. And it honestly, truly did not bother me. Yeah. Um, 
not that I don't have any empathy for them and their situation and what but happened that's and stuff. A part of that is, that is life. Life is death. No, nah, yeah, for sure. But like, I just knew that. Like, I mean, there's nothing I could do. Yeah, you did. Everything I did. In your yeah, power I did everything help. I could have yeah. done, and um, like at least the woman made it out. Um, the uh, I think what was just probably most unfortunate about it was that it was the guy's fault that pulled out in front of the jeep. Yeah. So like that woman probably is not going to get much or any compensation mm. for what happened to her and she's just going to have to deal with that hopefully she got insurance and shit damn oh. but like it's just fucked because you know she's in a whole fucked situation she just lost her husband and shit yeah. and then now she's got all these medical bills stacked on her he might have life insurance yeah dude that's the only thing you can really bet on is life insurance yeah yeah. I, I didn't think, think about that actually and life is death so yeah. might as well invest fucking yeah. one, one of the I think crazy things is I think well sorry I don't, I don't mean to cut in well, that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, so, like, God bless them. I think they're religious, so <laughs> Buddha bless. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's crazy to think, but like, technically, we should all have life insurance, like, right now, because any of us oh, could have, like, we could, we could all die, like, dude, for any sure. second. It should be automatically like instilled in people being born. Yeah, I have life insurance. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! I definitely do not have life insurance. Yeah. At least not anymore. Dude, that's a quick lick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Happy. Franny, write me into your will. I'm going to have to get it from Christ. my mama. Goddamn. Right, yeah. What's fucked up, though, is that we couldn't get life insurance from my little brother. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's because he's got a terminal disease. That's that's bullshit. That is some bullshit. That don't yeah. make no sense. That's like literally the people it's designed for. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? That's wild. Some but, bullshit. Dude, is it just America? Is like other countries like this? Like, no, can, no. Canada America is like, is like straight up fucked on like the medical right, side. Because like Canada's cool, UK's cool. Yeah. Most other country or most Europe, most like second to first world countries are pretty advanced on that shit. It's yeah. just America that's like lacking in the health. America's thing. like, dude, fuck you give me money. Even like, elderly right? people struggle with getting insurance because most of the time when you're elderly, you already have underlying medical conditions yeah. and you just don't qualify for life insurance because mm-hmm. they're just like, yeah, that's you could die be, any day. Yeah. Like, Because <laughs> the don't main pay thing everyone uses is Medicaid. Huh? Like the main insurance, like Medicaid. Yeah. So like, because you know, most people are just middle class, lower class. Mm. So... Fuck that. That's some bullshit. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. One of the nicer things about being in the military was like, do you know how much my health insurance was? It was like 70 bucks. I and then like, so. you know what happened if I died? I don't even have that. Bro, like everything. So like when I broke my ankle, I didn't pay for the ambulance. I didn't pay for the hospital. I didn't pay for the surgery. I didn't pay for any of the that's medication small. or nothing. Because literally that whole reason that you're saying, that's the reason I haven't gone to the hospital in like four years. Damn. I just, I'm, I can't. And like, that's the bad thing though. I mean it's like. too much. Like it's too much money, bro. Dude, yeah. it's expensive. When I went to the emergency room. It's automatically two fifty. Yeah, just for even being in, mm-hmm. like, put into the emergency room, just for them accepting you coming into the emergency room. Thank God you didn't go in an ambulance. Go on, the ambulance itself was like five thousand. Bro, it's stupid how much an ambulance is. It's like I don't understand because like some. Oh God, I remember. So like I had a heat stroke straight up right before I fucking joined the army, and bro, I remember when the fucking like medics like because they finally like woke me up sort of because like I start to see again. And, like, the medic showed up, and they're like, hey, can we, like, take you to the hospital? And I was like, well, I mean, like, sure, but, like, wait, 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 is it, like, free? And they were like, no, it's going to, like, you know, it's going to charge you a little bit. But they didn't tell me a number. They said it's going to be, like, you know, a decent amount of money. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up said no to the par- uh, the medic's face. And he's just like, I mean, sir, it'd be really, it'd be beneficial to you if you came to the hospital. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, Welcome you you ain't, you, you ain't trying to save my life for free? Fuck you. It's a scam. It's a scam. Fuck. Yanni, you got any no shit there I was? Hmm? You got any no shit there I was? 
No shit there I was. Um, nah, not off the top of my head. Not off the top of my head. I ain't what? Damn. Friend's story just yeah, threw friends, up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your, your story just threw me for a loop. I was just like... No, it threw me back. Shit. It, like, snapped me back to, like... I've never tried to repress it, but it just... It was completely left out of my, you know, recent memory. Because this happened, like, three months ago. Oh, shit. Was it three months ago? It's like, March. But... Yeah, it was a two-vehicle accident. It was off of a 316 over there by the New York County Connector. And, like, we weren't there for the initial accident. We were just driving because we had to go. We were going to go to another job site, me and my brother. And then we we saw people on the side of the road. And I saw it from a distance. And I was like, what the hell is that? And there's people on the side of the road. And, you know, all the tra- traffic was at a standstill. And I was just there. I was, like, wondering what had happened. And then as we got closer, I could see that one of the cars was flipped over. And I was like, what are all these people doing? Like, why are they just on their phones? Mm-hmm. And so me and my brother just pulled off to the side of the road. We just took off running, like dashing towards it. And we're like, we got to see what's going on. And as soon as we got there and we realized, and we were looking around. And then as soon as we arrived to the car, like four other people arrived right behind us. And we were all looking for it. And then all of a sudden, we just saw like a little bit of movement. And it was like just some... Uh, elderly white guy in there damn and then like we just saw a blank stare and i was like i was just like focused on his eyes i was like please just give me something Mm -hmm. and then like i saw some movement and i was like okay thank god and then we were just trying to figure out how to you know how to get him out safely Mm because i was like i don't know if there's like a fuel line that had busted something could just something could happen and it's gonna ruin everything Yeah. yeah And so I was like, I don't know if we should even flip the car. I don't know how we're going get to get him out of there. And so finally, because we tried busting the windshield, but then, like, this big freaking, he's huge black guy. Like, because my brother was kicking in the windshield. He was like, and I was like, wait, first tell him to cover his face so the glass doesn't go in his face. But he was just like, going at it. And the black guy just like, tugged at the handle mm-hmm. of the door. And it just, like, it opened right away. <laughs> and then, And then as soon as we opened it, I was like, well, you know, now we have a way to get him out. Yeah. But then I was like, we asked him, we we're like, sorry, you okay? You're okay. And he was like, where's my dog? And I was like, I was like, this fucking guy, like, <laughs> where's your priorities, man? No, he has the right priorities. Where's my dog? Family first. Family yeah. First. Yeah. And I can relate. And he was like, where's my dog? Where's my dog? And we just like, we got him. We pulled him out of there. And then like somebody, some person came back and they were like, yeah, we found that we we saw the dog was running down the road, but I was like a mile and a half away. What the fuck, Jesus! And he was coming this way, and the yeah. dog was left all the way back there, so we don't know if the dog had flown out during the you know the collision or something. Yeah, but that was the least of our priorities. Well, he's conscious enough to know what he had last. Yeah, and so we got we got him out and everything, and I was like, "Do you feel well? Are you okay? You know, you should sit down because you don't know if you have any internal injuries." You know, something could happen. Mm. And, you know, we stayed with him. And then we just heard someone say, you know, there's somebody in the truck up ahead because it was a two collision. Mm. And then so we like, we immediately started dashing towards the other truck. And it was like also an elderly black guy. And on the side of 316, there are these uh, really, really, you know, under a lot of tension mm. cable wires. Yeah that keep the vehicles from going to the, you know, what is that called? 
Oh, fucking. Like through the barricade to the other side? No, it's the, the thing in the middle. The, uh, the medium? The medium? Yeah, the medium. They go, it prevents them from going to the medium, going to the other lane, causing you Medium? You're saying medium? Median. 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 Yeah. Okay, I, I saw yeah. to make sure. And so, I guess... This he, is all template all over again. <laughs> oh, God. Don't and sorry. he just, he like, he tore through one of the cables, and the other cables just scissored him in there. Oh, Jesus. God. And so, we were just, we were like, just pulling out the door, and then I realized, I looked, and I was like, oh, the cables have them trapped in there. And then, you know, we just started asking, like, can you move? Can you get out? But the tension from the cables had, like, wrapped up around his leg. So there was no way for him to get in there. And I remember, because we also thought about busting in the windshield, but I think there was something else was on the windshield preventing Mm -hmm. us from going that route. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were also like, well, he can't get out because his leg's fucked. And so, you know, I just stayed with him. I was like, bro, go check on the other guy. And um, I think, uh, oh, it was a fire rescue guy. Mm. He was a volunteer. He was just like, he had just arrived on the scene by chance. And he was checking up on the first guy we had gotten out. And then we were with the black guy. Sorry, that that's so. No, blunt. no, it's fine. Yeah. it's fine. Yeah, we were with him and I was just there at the window and I was like, I was like, because we were just trying to see a way for him to get out. And I was just there with him and I was asking like, oh, who are you? What's your name? How old are you? Do you have anybody at home waiting for you? And he was like, yeah, I have a wife. And uh, I think it was two kids. And I was like, and then he was like, oh, but they're not mine. But I was, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like. It's not my wife. (laughs) That's funny how he still cleared it up. (laughs) Even in the brink of death, he's still like, those ain't my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I was just trying to like, I was just trying to throw questions out there to keep him, you know, fighting. Yeah, conscious. Yeah, just to keep him conscious, just to keep him from fading away. And eventually the sheriff got there, and then, you know, I just let them take care of the rest of it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the moment exactly was where, like, oh, shit, there I was. That, that, that was, that was shit, just, when you arrived on the like, scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, all, like, constantly like that. Yeah, that's, like, that's a no-shit moment there I was. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Do you know if they survived? No, I've, I've actually been trying, like... To find did, um, out who they were. Did they leave in an ambulance? Yeah, the, the African-American man. Yeah, probably. Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah, cause when an ambulance arrives on the scene, if they're dead on the scene, they just put them in the ambulance and they stay there. But if they have a chance of survival, they'll put them in the ambulance and take them to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, because my, you know, my initial presumption was that, like, I just looked at the cables and I was like, oh, they're just cables. Hmm. They're just there. Just, I don't know for what. And so I was like, oh, they're just going to cut them. But then like in my mind, it clicked. I was like, cause I looked at, I look at everything from like a mechanical point of view. Yeah. And then when I realized that he like, they were scissored in there, I was like, oh, these shits are under some tension. So yeah. if they even cut it, it'd be, yeah, that's just, it might that hit them. fly our heads off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, if there's enough tension to hold the truck together and his legs compressed in there, like his legs gonna be shattered. Oh yeah. So yeah, when it unravels, this is gonna shred his shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Even, I don't know how they got it. Got him out of there. Probably just yeah. had to do it. No other way. They could have amputated his leg there and then there. Shit. Like if it was if it was just one leg, they could have just amputated the one leg. Or B, they could have amputated both. Yeah. And it amazed me because afterwards, because we were going to some sort of like it's an upper class um, 
club that we were working at. Mm. And I was just like, I wonder if it's still going to be there, you know, when we're coming home from work. Yeah. And we passed through there and it was like three, four hours later. And no, seeing all cleared up. And I was like, how do they get rid of it so fast? Oh, yeah. No, that shit gets cleaned. They're pretty up. quick with the cleanup, honestly. Yeah. Because uh, even that one that I was talking about, like, as soon as the ambulance left with the lady and they had talked to me, like, there was already a tow truck. Mm-hmm. And they just dragged the cars the off. The thing the is, like, under the tension that that truck was under, I don't even know how they got it out of there. Because mm-hmm. they didn't cut the cables. It just... They could have just pulled it back. Yeah, they could have just pulled it out with the tow truck. Straight up. I don't know how they got him out of there. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... In the debate of how they got him the fuck out of there, I have no clue. Yeah, there are so because, many complex factors yeah. in there. Like, because if it was just the truck, just pull it out, yank it out. Just jaws of life, everything. Because aren't those wires uh, lined with, like, metal? Hmm? The wires? No, there? The, the wires are metal. They are metal. Oh, the wires themselves are metal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, imagine, like, just imagine rope, but, like, yeah. metal. Yeah, it's, mm. you know. I was like, thinking of, like, like, those pressure washer cable, like, cables, you know? That are like lined with a. Uh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't but no, they're actually like really thick cable lines, like metal lines, and they're just threaded and it looks like rope, like a metal rope. Yeah. yeah okay. But are they flexible? I mean, like they're bendy, but like they're under like tension and shit. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, but you can rebound off them basically. Yeah. Yeah, because the the tension itself. Like, do they give? Do they give? Is what I'm wondering. Like uh, they didn't give to that truck. <laughs> They did not. Give they that definitely stopped truck. the truck. <laughs> they did their job. Yeah. So, bro, imagine if that wasn't there and it just flipped into the other lane. Mm. Sheesh. Shit. That world countries up. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. You ready for another no shit? There I was. You probably have a ton of them, considering that you came from the military. I, well, I mean, like, I have a couple. Have you killed somebody? You know, apart from civilian life, <laughs> you know, you came from the military, so they're like, there's a hundred of stories you probably have. So, like, I guess like the one that just like clicks to my mind is um. So, I don't remember when it was. This isn't even when we got rocketed. This is when we got a ballistic missile coming at us. Bro. Jesus bro, Christ. Straight up. Okay, so let's check this shit. We're fucking... It was Soleimani's... No, that wasn't Soleimani's birthday. That was the that was the rockets. Um, yeah, so, like, we get this warning. Hey, fucking, there's some ballistic missiles heading your way. And we're just like, what? And to give you an idea, we're on this compound of, like, maybe, like, a two-by-two-mile square. And... A ballistic missile's like kill radius is bigger than a two by two mile square. <laughs> and so they were just like telling everyone, get in the bunkers, get in the bunkers. The bunkers are just concrete and they're above ground. Yeah. Yeah, like bro, they ain't stopping shit. And I remember because like we were as we were telling everyone to just get in the bunkers, bro, I saw everything from like people like crying and going into the corner to pray. And like then there was people like me who were just like chain smoking like a crackhead. <laughs> fucking just eat just either getting content with life or just like joking around because like there was there was either like or either facing interfering yeah this is straight up what it was and like bro so like we heard the first one explode in the fucking air and because like so the, out of the two that they shot at us one got close but it blew up in the air and the other hit the hit inside iran and so we got hello lucky <laughs> Some of the other posts, they did not. Dude, the Bruh. amount of stress that I'm just getting off hearing this, I couldn't imagine what it must have been like going through. Honestly, it's like a battlefield. Think about me. I, I guess can, at that I can point, see you're every so detail going on. Because I, I get what you mean. Like, whenever you're in that situation, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's like, nothing you can do. So, like, it's kind of like, I think I told you earlier, like, how, like, 
whenever people would switch out with us and like we would get new guys in and they would yeah. freak out whenever they were told hey we're gonna get attacked tonight hey we're gonna get attacked tonight how uh, they would freak out yeah i had to like we had to break it down for them like it's like a car accident funny enough and like you just don't know when it's gonna happen it mm. might happen it might not but like if it does oh well if it doesn't hurrah so like that's how i was having to treat it like mm. i might live i might die Woo. And I don't have any Wi-Fi, so yeah. I can't tell anybody. So, in the hands just, of faith, dude. Yeah, man. I was just chain smoking away. Like, did I live a good life? Yeah, it was all right. It wasn't bad. You know, I had some good <laughs> friends along the way. Word. Word. So, yeah, that was my no shit there I was. <laughs> no shit there I was. Two ballistic missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but, like, the funny thing is... <laughs> well, like, the, 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 I guess my fucking, like, you know, my humbling moment, that wasn't even the worst. Like, we didn't get the worst. There yeah. were some people that got hit with, I think, 20 or so. Yeah, yeah, bro. It was fucking, fucking rough. rough. But, oh my god, twenty, dude. Yeah, bro. Have you spoken with anybody that had to go through that? My old LT, bro. Fucking, he was talking about how he was like nut to butt with like a bunch of people in this tiny ass little underground bunker, and how he was just like sitting there with his IOTV and fucking uh, ACH on, just waiting it out. Yeah, bro. And like the thing was, it was like silent, 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 boom, mm-hmm. and like it was just shaking everything from what he said. And then there was another one, and then a fucking another one, and it just carried on for like you know about thirty ish minutes, and it was fucking dead ass silent. I think that would be worse than just fucking waiting, because then you don't know if more are coming or not. Because like, bruh, yeah. because like, because like, it puts you in the mindset of I made it, but uh, it's not over. Yeah, because like when the rockets hit us, and we actually did lose some people from the rockets, unfortunately. Uh, fucking when the rockets hit, I wasn't scared. I was angry because I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, dude yeah bro imagine like someone pointing a gun at you and you have a gun yourself but you can't shoot back at them because they already have it up on you he has bigger gun (laughs) well no in the the rocket case nah we had bigger gun but like you know you don't have uh, anti-missile so like is that why the other one blew up in the air got shot down no, no, fucking Iran has just shitty ass shit. They just don't take care of it. <laughs> shit <laughs> just <laughs> fell apart. That's literally what it is. See, yeah. fucking, um, you ever seen uh, the dictator? Fucking make the uh, make the rocket point. Yeah, dude. That's basically uh-huh, just like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Motherfucker from Borat was the name. Yeah. What's the name? <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they just don't take care of their shit, and they have stuff from like the fucking seventies and eighties. Now, granted, the uh, the U.S. does too, but you know we just pour billions into it so it stays afloat. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. Damn. Was the the rockets one is the one that you were talking about that was like a barrage, right? Yeah, fucking. It was like forty. Uh no, so we got hit with thirty on the twelfth and another thirty on the fucking fourteenth, and fucking <laughs> that. Ooh. It was like it made it reminded me of the Ides of March. It's either the Ides or Odes of March. I can't remember from fucking Ides of March. Ides of March, yeah, with uh, fucking Julius Caesar. Yeah. I was like, what in the fuck bullshit is this? <laughs> Where's my brute? But um, did you see one actually explode? Like on, cause when the rocket bra was going on, you were heading towards the bunker, right? Jeez, you just Christ. threw that on the desk. <laughs> you hit the tower with that shit. No way. Yeah, uh, because he hit my leg with it, so he definitely hit the tower. Oh, you fucked up. Oh, is it wet? Is it good? It's okay. It's okay. Ooh. Sure. Okay, it's on the outside. Um, so like with the rockets, hell fucking no. <laughs> I was not looking for that shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Fuck. I was. Okay. So the first one, I was eating fucking chicken wings with my boy. <laughs> hey, what kind of chicken wings, though? Bro, they were just fucking good old classic. Were they crispy or grilled? They were crispy, bro. Oh, okay, okay. Like uh, fried? 
Yeah. But okay. fucking me like and my fried bo- chicken wings? Yeah. Okay. Me like spicy and non-spicy? This bo- Let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to understand the atmosphere. Oh, you, the chicken to, wing is a okay, very key okay. part. Christ. Okay, so no shit. There Hot or cold? <laughs> Backhand, dude. So, but nah, me and my boy, we were eating some ch- good ass chicken wings. Like, fucking, it was Wings Wednesday, my guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah man. Man. And me and my boy, we were just fucking sitting on a little picnic table right next to my little fucking chew, which is, think of a, think of a trailer and mm-hmm. then section it off into three different compartments. And mm-hmm. then each compartment held two people. Mm-hmm. So, we were right across from mine. And me and my boy, we were just sitting at the picnic table, bro. We were watching Hot Ones. It was fucking, <laughs> um, fuck, who was it? Sean I think. Evans. Yeah, it might have been Sean. I don't. He's doing everyone. <laughs> oh wait, that's right. Yeah, he's the fucking person. Now I think we had just watched the uh, either Gordon Ramsay one or the fucking um, the Guy Fury. Not Guy Fury. Oh fuck, who was it? He's black, buff as fuck. Can't remember. Funny as hell. Rock. No. Tyler. Uh, not Tyler. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. It was Terry Crews. Word. We had just got done watching the Terry Crews one. Fuck it. We were like, man, this is a good ass night. Fucking, we were about. To, we threw away our trash. We're talking there, smoking a cigarette real quick, and then we just hear. Boom! And we're like, we look at each other, like, that was a car crash, right? Yeah, car crash. Yeah, yeah. Boom! <laughs> we were fuck. Yeah. So we just got in my fucking shoe and just hit the fucking floor because, like, the thing that'll catch you with the rockets and shit, it basically hits the ground, explodes, and like, it's not like video games or movies where you see this giant ass explosion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, it's fucking like it only kills you if you were like on it or some shit nah bro this fucking has a uh, kill radius of like 50 meters which is like 150 feet because of like shrapnel right Mm -hmm. yeah and like so they'll like laser edge the uh, metal of the rockets and stuff to uh, have maximum fucking uh, shrapnel and shit so like you're not getting killed by like a giant chunk of metal no you're getting fucking whacked the fuck off by a piece of wire it's fucking like yay thin squid games (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness yeah some fucked up squid games not even that much money God, uh, nowhere near that much money. <laughs> Just fucking playing with your life for like 20k a year. <laughs> nah, fam, 30. <laughs> oh shit, we're talking higher. Hell yeah, bro. Just hit, bro. Go to go to Iraq for a year. 30k, easy. Trust me, trust me. That's like the meme of like 2.0 GPA gets a Corvette. Hell yeah, gets man. A dog, gets Hellcat. <laughs> shit, work at Mickey D's for 15 years, you get the pay of uh, equal to a nurse. And they make thirty bucks an hour. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's either go to medical uh, medical school and be in debt for a while, or you know, just sell tough, your soul to Mickey yeah, D's. Yeah, tough it out in Mickey D's. Yeah, sell your soul to that damn Ronald McDonald. Hell little, yeah, man! Clown. That clown gonna own you. <laughs> so how long were you over there for? Fucking uh, eleven months, almost a year. They couldn't give me the year, but that was close to a year, because every six, uh, I believe it's every six months, you get an additional stripe. Damn. Woo. Were you that invested where you wanted the extra stripe? I mean, like, I don't know. So, like, my, I'm a fan and not a fan of the Army, low-key, because... Yeah, you're a fan of, yeah, I know what you mean. So, like, I actually really like the institution and shit. It's the people that make it shitty. Yeah. He's institutionalized. That's, that's, that's what I, I always... I feel like that's 90% yeah. of people in the military. Yeah. I mean, like, because, like... It's always, like, the your sergeants or people upper class of you that make it hell for you, but then it's also, like, the mental values that you take from it the real life aspect that you take away from it brotherhood yeah brotherhood <laughs> for sure <laughs> well brother and sisterhood shit um all, all genderhood dude did you have to did you ever go to like were you stationed with any like trans people is that even a thing in the army oh hell yeah bro we got a it fucking is, right? um we had a cook that was trans threw me the fuck off because i saw like you remember um your team's toy story with the buzz cut fucking Barbie doll head on the spider thing. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so imagine that on a Sid. body 
with just ginormous boobs. Hmm. And it like... You yeah, biceps? Yeah. Did bro. they have biceps? I mean... Bro, they were... They were like straight up like six foot, six foot two, some shit like that. And it was just like fucking... It was like a weird feminine boy face thing hmm. with a buzz cut and then just ginormous torpedoes <laughs> that were not there before. <laughs> like F? Bro, they were just big. That's all oh. I know. Oh, okay, okay. Fucking... And it was weird because, like, sometimes they would just come out of nowhere and they would just be wearing a bathrobe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Barracks are weird. So it catches you off guard. But, like, wait, yeah, yeah. okay, so I, what I always wondered is that, like, in the barracks, like, you can't, like, they keep the girls and the boys apart. The men and the women apart. So, like, you will not have a room together with, an, uh, with the opposite gender, but you'll be in the same building together as possible. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about with the transgender people? How does that work? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just whatever they identify as, or I don't fucking know. Man. For the military, I guess they just go by what their um, genetics. Yeah, yeah, what their rank is, probably. No, 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 no. I mean, so, like, like as in be, what's you, on their birth certificate. So oh, you can be in the barracks all the way up to five. Usually they don't do that. It's just oh, God. part. So one of the shitty things about Wainwright, where I was at, is just the fact that it's. It's kind of like forgotten about. Remember when everyone was having the whole debacle about fucking like uh what what was that? I think it was what's that one in Texas? I can't remember his fucking name right now. Fort Worth. For uh Fort Hood. Hood, thank you. Hood. And everyone everyone was having that fucking freak out about that girl that fucking went missing and they discovered the body and shit like that. And they yeah, were like, oh, yeah. like buried under like yeah, 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 Vanessa. Yeah. And then they started pulling other shit on the fucking other paces. Yeah. Bro, you know what Wainwright is? It's the fucking suicide capital for the army, bro. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. DUIs and suicides. That's her fucking jam. Yeah, but well, what, you're what, in fucking Alaska. DUIs and suicides. It has a jingle, you know? No, no, no. Yeah, no. But what? What? What's? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little ring to it. Yeah. What? What's the? Jesus Christ! I'm having a brain fart right now. <laughs> Fort Fort what? Fort Wainwright. Wayne Wainwright. Yeah. Okay, Wainwright. Right. W a Wayne. Yeah. W a i n w r i g h t. Wainwright. Yeah. And they have put two W's in that shit. So why is the suicide rate so high there? So it's mostly for the fact, it's like, so like, I want to blame it all on leadership, but I know that's not the truth. I'm going to blame most of it on leadership. Nah, dude. Um, yeah. Fucking, so like, besides leadership though, and like, just environment wise, it's the fact that like, six months out of the year, bro, like, you ain't going outside unless you like the cold or the army forces you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To your... So it's like quarantine. Sort of, but like, in a bubble. And you can sort of go outside. And, like, it's the fact of, do you know how far away I was from home? Yeah. I was over 3,000 miles. That's not a bus ticket, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Fucking. Well, that and, too, like, with Alaska, like, sometimes it's, like, dark for a whole week. And then sometimes it's, like, day for a whole week, right? So, yeah. Uh, so. You only get three months of sunlight during the whole year, right? So, the way it works is uh, spring and fall for the whole two weeks that they both last uh that's normal like day and night stuff yeah and then the summer is just non-stop sun like yeah. fucking, if you love the sun and like outdoors and greenery and shit like that bro alaska is your jam and so you like, can get a tan oh alaska? fuck yeah bro okay okay it's just non-stop sun it's great you can go into the bar at 8 uh p.m and then come out at 4 a.m and it's in the same spot it does not move that's crazy. Yeah. That should have made me feel like I'm in a simulation. <laughs> I feel like that's how like casinos are in LA. Oh no shit. Yeah, because you know they black out the windows in most casinos. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I noticed that. Well, I don't know about LA, but when I was in Vegas, fucking a lot of the casinos, like all the gambling parts, was underground. 
gross. <laughs> that reminds me of like Fallout New Vegas. No, nah, bro. Yeah, man. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Fucking one of the biggest things about Vegas, I loved all of the big casinos. Like they architecture wise, <clears throat> they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. The thing I hated was all the phone app bullshit games that they had for you to gamble on. There was no fucking people in nice-ass suits and dresses playing card games and shit. Nah, bro. I saw people in slides with some sagging-ass gym shorts and a wife beater fucking throwing 50 bucks at the fucking guy (laughs) as he was fucking playing his little... What was it? It was some sort of like fucking Greek-themed phone app game with some chick with big tits out. Like, and he was just slapping the screen. And I was like, what in the fuck is this? Yeah, not not the 50s. Not the 50s. Yeah, they say yeah. that um, if you book a flight to Vegas, that's probably going to be one of the craziest flights you ever have. So, Vegas, oh my god, I, I want to go back to Vegas. But I need to have some sort of money. Wait, why is that? Because imagine you're, you're boarding a flight with a bunch of people that are going to Vegas to where they're you know yeah, they're supposedly going to achieve their American dream where they're going to bet it all mm-hmm. and you know they're possibly going to win it all or lose it all mm-hmm. yeah that, that's what they don't say <laughs> yeah they just want to win it all and so they're excited to go so they're like just balls to the wall mm-hmm. on the way there because they're excited yeah I'll admit out, out of the whole southwest bullshit of my drive fucking Vegas was the best and I was only there for like five, six hours. Hmm. And I walked the entire time just staring at fucking all this shit. One of the... Fuck. Oh, God. What was his name? I met this fucking dapper ass pimp dude. Oh, fuck. Mr. Jones. <laughs> Bro, there's just this black dude out front. He's in a fucking... Uh, he was in an embroidered uh, fucking gold bathrobe. And he's just smoking a fucking cigar with his fucking little fuzzy slide on. And... <laughs> living the good life bro he was just like he just he cleared like he had shades on too and it was fucking it was like two in the morning but i walked up to the dude i was just like you want to have a conversation he was like yeah sure fuck it super <laughs> chill dude and like we started just talking and he was like a super down-to-earth dude like fucking just he he uh distributed porn and he was just fucking so making his porn distributor yeah. Jesus, like physical yeah. copies I don't know about I didn't I didn't dig that deep. I was just like, God damn, I didn't realize there was that much money. Like I knew there was money in porn, but like just distributing it and he mm-hmm. was making that much money? Fuck. No, well I mean the producers and the the ones who put them out on the platform are the ones that make all the money. The actresses just make a, por- a portion. Oh, they of make that. fucking slim. Yeah. They make yeah. But like so I was talking to him and like he was like, Yeah, fucking just like his like <laughs> So bro, to give you an idea of like how the this dude was rolling I went to the hotel because I looked it up on Google. I was like, oh, let's check this place out because it was like fucking 100 bucks to stay on the strip. I was like, oh, I fucking bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I walk up in there. I fucking find the parking garage. I park. I'm like, man, there's a shit ton of nice cars in here. I find the elevator. It's got a chandelier, bro. Damn. <laughs> the elevator had a chandelier. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Did it have catchy elevator music? Yeah, it did, actually. Hey. And, bro, there was this, oh, my God. There was this beautiful-ass white woman in a fucking nice, skimpy, like, gold, like, fucking dress. And skimpy well it, it was quite revealing but like it was still like hot at the same time flattering. okay okay and yeah flattering that's a good word and she was like i was like I like that word yeah i was like ma'am <laughs> bro i felt like fucking little tim in this shit i was like ma'am i've never been in such a nice place i don't know how to work this can you help me get to the front desk <laughs> and she was like oh yeah sure honey i got you and she hit the button real quick and we were, we just sat there in silence i'm just like man this is fucking nice and um fucking the doors finally open i'm like thank you and she's like oh you have a good one now and i walk out and bro i'm all of a sudden i'm in this giant ass room there's fucking columns 
mm-hmm. holding up the ceiling and shit. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant ass fountain and stuff. And I'm just like, hundred bucks. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was like, fuck it, yeah, bro, hundred bucks. Fuck yeah, I'll stay the night here. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking, I fucking, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just oogling this entire place. Like, I'm not even looking at all the fucking fugly ass. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What? Oogling. Oogling, yes. Like, my eyes are just glued to everything. No, yeah, I get it. But, like, I just uh, wanted to repeat that word. Oogling. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> fucking, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just checking out everything. And I'm just loving this entire place. I sit in this fucking line for 15 minutes while all these people in NYSA. Keep in mind, I've been on the road nonstop for, like, the past two weeks at that point. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I'll admit I was probably a little fresh. I was yeah. in uh, similar attire to this in jeans, boots, and a hoodie. I think yeah. probably my, I think, which one was I I think I was wearing the primal uh, fucking the rainbow skeleton one on the back. Yeah. And I finally get to the uh, desk and I'm like, ma'am, uh, I saw on, uh, on the reservation here there was a $100 room. I was seeing if I could still get that. She was like, oh, one second. And she looked me up and down and then she fucking turned around and she went behind the door real quick. Uh-huh. And then she came back and she was like, sir, it appears we, uh, if you want to stay for one night, that'll be a four fifteen. If you want to stay for two nights, that'll be five fifty-eight. And I was like, whew, whew, my wallet hurt for me. Yeah. And she was like, it's okay, sir. We understand. This happens a lot. And I was like, oh, you cunt. Oh, you just Wait, scouted me. So what was the deal with that, the $100? Like, it's just miscommunication? Nah, bro. I fucking... I showed it to her. And I was like, "Oh, that was that was a, that was our bad. Apparently, uh, we're not we're not allowed to do this or some shit like that." Mm. And I was just Damn. like, "Oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go enjoy your stuff. Then I'm just gonna go look at all the pretty stuff because, mm. like, bro, it was still so beautiful. I don't care if no, they yeah. fucking scout me, or try to scout me or not. I was gonna be like, oh my god, because yeah. like it felt like I was in fucking Rome, bro. Yeah. I can't remember the name of this place. It was started with a V. Because like as I went down to where all the gambling was, I looked up and there was a giant like I don't know what." What's the name of like glass a, mural? It wasn't glass. And murals. It was yeah, giant ass mural just on the fucking ceiling. And bro, yep. no one would know it's there unless you looked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to. I don't want to know how many people didn't see that because it was just it was fucking beautiful. What was it? What was the mural? Oh, fuck. If I can find the picture, I'll show you later. Oh, okay. But like, just imagine, just imagine a bunch of Italian great art. That's all I can say. Just, uh-huh. It was like it was that aesthetic. Was it like people and things or? Uh, yeah, it was basically so it was like, like the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, some similar to that stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, so like it was just super beautiful, and then I went downstairs, and then I saw the baggy shorts and the slides mm. and the white mm-hmm. meters, mm-hmm. and then you remembered where you were, and then I remembered where I was. So yeah. is that like the main gambling area? Uh, for that casino, yeah, because they're like a, lo- a lot of the big casinos are casino hotels, so that way they can get your yeah. money from you staying there yeah. and you gambling. Away. Yeah, they can tax you because yeah. it's a fucking casino, yeah. and then you spend all your money there. Yeah, I will admit though, I could smoke inside, and I thought that was pretty cool. Six. Hmm? Yeah, cigarettes. Dang. And fucking weed's legal in uh, Vegas, uh, well, Nevada now, too, so you could smoke there. Will they let you smoke in the building? Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't yeah. be gassing up. I'll be Dude, gassing I would, up I would just I would just pay that much just to stay in a fucking casino no, bro, I didn't for not pay. Night. I didn't pay shit. No, 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 of course. But I'm saying, like... I would, too. I wouldn't mind paying 5 10 for, like, two nights. Yeah, that's not bad at all, considering the Cause casino. You, about you pay for Airbnb, that's, like... Five hundred four nights. God damn, where are you going? Anywhere, dude. It's, <laughs> yes. it, it'd be taxing shit. It'd be taxing, bro. God yeah. damn. Whew. Best I'll, you'll find is like a two star hotel for like sixty nine dollars. Bro, a lot of my trips, like a lot of my nights, were just baby wipes and sleeping in the car. Fucking like baby wipe. 
you know, get a little bit fresh, turn over. <laughs> Taking whores baths. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ! Well, bro, like, well, that's like, what they used to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. that's smart. Yeah. But like, well, like, Juan, you have to think about it. like, so I drove from Alaska all the way down, following the coast, all the way to Arizona. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I and then that. I zigzagged. I'm like, I was not about to spend that much money, bro. Fucking, most of my money definitely went to gas, though. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought that was you for a second. I was like, what was that? <laughs> that was <laughs> Franny. That shit just fucking scared me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got like Resident Evil Five vibes. Dude. I was like, what the fuck? Dude? Fucking <laughs> Yeah, dude, parasite face bursts. Oh god. I'm chainsaw guy. Oh lord, have mercy on that. God damn it. So Jan, did you ever uh mm. were you able were you ever able to remember uh oh shit there I was story? I mean the closest oh shit where I was story I had was probably like the bad trip, but that's too long of a story. But the second one I guess I almost got into, like a near death car crash. Yeah, that's no shit there I was. And Whoa. it was like when I was pulling out of Walmart on the east side and I had like a car full of people. It was back in the Honda days. Oh shit! And literally, like it was by the millisecond that Dodge is full. Because my homeboy Chan, yeah, he'll be on here soon. But he was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Watch out!" And then I just swerved to the fucking right, like get back in the back into the right lane, because I was like about to pull out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the car was all. It was, it was literally like by the millisecond, bro. That shit was fucking insane. Mm. And I literally seen like they were like they were just shook like. I was just like, oh, my fault. You know, like, uh, like, I tried to, like, play it down, but I was still kind of anxious. But they were, like, they literally just stared death in the face. <laughs> like, literally, bro. And I was that there? No, nah, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. I feel like I know another time where you almost killed us. <laughs> I've, uh, <laughs> I've probably had a, two or three of those, I guess. Yeah, because I remember one time, I don't, I don't remember exactly where it was, but... I try to erase those. I think I think we had just left your house and we were taking that left mm. um over there by the two gas stations. Yeah. And um like I think we, yeah, we were taking a left and a car was coming from seventy or from one oh six, I think. And um fucking like you just pulled out in front of them and I was in the passenger mm. and like same shit. <laughs> I, like I looked that car like <laughs> within ten feet of my face and I was like you know, like oh shit, like my fucking throat just dropped in my ass, like yeah. I couldn't speak for shit. You know, haunted days. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Goddamn Accord. Wait, Franny, you remember when it was fucking uh, back in the, when it was when I had the Ford Explorer? It was me and Colton in the front, and then it was like you in the middle with two other people, and then I had a shit ton of people in the back. Do you remember that? It was we had just got done smoking in the park? Which park? Oh, fuck. I don't remember who it was. My Ben Burton. So if it helps, no, it wasn't Ben Burton. If it helps, like it was like literally we, me and Colton were the only two white guys, and then everyone else was Hispanic. Jesus, the right. So they were my friends. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you talking about the damn baseball part? Maybe. I remember we went down a trail and then we smoked a little bit, and then everyone just piled God, in. Damn, what the fuck? That sounds like a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, dude, I did that a lot. <laughs> that was like most of. High school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. No key, though. I kind of want an SUV again just because of that. Because, like, I was just able to, like, transport a yeah. massive amount of people. My favorite car ride was the Six Flags car ride. That was a good SUV. We had ride. them uh, Wilson in the back. <laughs> oh, bro. <sighs> that's, oh, that's one of my, like, that's one of my bittersweet memories. Because the entire day was great and everything, except for the very end. Because I was starting to get, uh, I was starting to get cra- crabby with Lisa. Because she was like, hey, let me drive. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm good." Yeah. And then we had like we had a spat about something I don't even remember. 
I think she wanted to stop at the gas station. I was like, no, I'm taking you, I'm taking you all home. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was fucking like, it was one of like, it was one of the first times I had actually done a lot in one day and then stayed up hella late. I was just yeah. like, ready to go. I was ready to fucking die yeah, on my yeah. bed. Yeah, hell yeah. And then, bro, on top of that, fucking Wilson kicked open the door whenever mm-hmm. we were driving down the road, and I yelled at him, and you know he's like sensitive. Yeah, I was like. I, after I had done it, I was like, I like my heart dropped. And I was like, no, Wilson, I'm sorry. We had a great time today, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Smile, smile. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's okay, man. Just take me home. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Damn. Yeah, bro, I felt so bad about Damn, that. Damn, dude, I ain't even gonna count. Dude, I cannot chill with sensitive people like that. Like, I, don't, I don't have any Sometimes friends. I be going in on people yeah, for some I reason. I don't have any friends <laughs> like that, bro. Yeah. I'm like. That's a good thing, though, I think. Like, don't get me wrong, like. So, like, I, I don't like dicks, but at the same time, I don't like pussies. Facts. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. I know, I know what you mean, but <laughs> Thank pa- you. pause. 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 <laughs> Rewind. Pause. I am I asexual. No, nah, I'm joking. But, like, no, nah, I just don't like dudes. I did not even think of that. Let's keep going. No, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, Jones. um... But no, no, like yeah. I just don't like I don't like douchebags and I don't like people that are just like you know yeah. gonna cry if I open a door. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like mm-hmm. pricks, but I also like bitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> other Same ways. Shit, there are yeah. many other ways. <laughs> tomato, <service>. tomato. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, and like, I want to. I'm trying to like reconnect with you. Got, you got to have empathy, but at the same time, like, you got to have a frame too. Yeah. You know? it, it, empathy only works if the person you have empathy towards has empathy towards what you have to if, if it's on the same level then it's cool but if it's like to a point where you're showing a person empathy but they are using it as a victimization tool, yeah. yeah then that's when i'm just like what so the, just a like, mutual understanding yeah, exactly but like once it gets to the point where they're trying to manipulate you and have the upper hand in your situation by playing the victim card no nah, i don't fuck with that yeah, yeah. Fuck with that. quick pause look at that mm. that's so pretty purple nurple god damn it. yeah dude I feel like my favorite road trip, <laughs> and one of my favorite road trips was the one I took with you in North Carolina. That was a good one. Where'd you uh, guys go to? To Spivey's house? Yeah, Spivey's. Our homie Spivey's oh, house. Shit. God damn. Yeah. I keep we took Joey with us, dude. That it, shit was, was, it was fun, dude. Yeah. It was a fun last time. That shit was so fun, dude. Juan, you met Joey? Man, Joey sat in the no. fastener seat like one hour in. He was like, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you said that perfect. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I've been around him enough to know how he speaks. Bro, Freddy, Freddy, you remember how he had like the... Dude, I didn't even think about that. I gotta have my uh, guy, Joey. Oh, bro, we have to have Joey. Dude, we got to. We're gonna have to get yeah. him a bigger chair, though. <laughs> so, like, Juan, to give you an idea about <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey is a six he'll, foot he'll five, three seventy five, well, yeah. tub of love. It's sturdy. And, like, he is... Wait, six foot five what? Six foot five, three seventy five, tub of love. With like Jesus hair, dude. He's got. A, he's oh got. I've heard Jan say this before, but he's got a Buddha belly. Yeah, yeah. He's like got. He's, a, he's, he's, he's literally built like Buddha. Yeah, like straight up. Yeah, he, he's, he's and like he's the but chillest, he looks, but he looks like guy. Aquaman. Yeah, he's J- like he's. Yeah, he looks. He's like fluffy. The new Aquaman, yeah. especially. Yeah. 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 What's he the guy's really name? Is. Jason Momoa. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, like he's fl- he's fluffy. Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Oh my god. Oh, y'all weren't there. Bro, fucking on my uh, uh cancel Amber Heard, by the way. <laughs> no fucking yeah. <laughs> that bitch. She's a cunt. I don't fucking even know who that is. Hit her with a hard T. Johnny yeah. Depp. Amber Johnny Depp sex girl. Oh, yeah. That bitch that beat him. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. that bitch, bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, domestic abuse is domestic abuse. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Fuck yeah, that yeah. bitch. And no matter which way it go. Quick sidestep though. She stabbed my man. <laughs> she stabbed my man. Uh so like y'all weren't there, but on my eighteenth birthday, uh birthday. Birthday. Birdie. <laughs> Birdie. 
Uh, fucking, it was shit. It was like fucking me. I remember a couple of us fucking went skinny dipping. And skinny dipping. Yeah, Joey was there too. Bro, you ever seen a majestic ass narwhal? That's what Joey <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bro, Joey just jumped in the water and you know how big he is. He yeah. disappeared. Dude, yeah, I'm like just like, <laughs> just like a bloop, not even a splash. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, the water moved around him, and he yeah. was just gone. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then he just fucking wah, he fucking flipped the hair flipped and the shit. Hair, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I've seen it. I've, yeah, dude, I that clearly was, pictured. That really reminds me of whenever we went I drunk swimming at forces. Uh, oh public. yeah, the oh, river. Man. Yeah, the river. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be like ooh. And dude, Joey just majestically just—it was like nothing was a problem for him. He just easily maneuvered through everything. He I wasn't th- even swimming, bro. He was crawling on the rocks. Bro, I have a he theory. He wasn't even crawling, bro. He was just gliding. I have a theory. It was wild. It's because he's, like, so bulbous. Yes. Low-key. No, yeah, because exactly. he was literally just, like, his belly was enough <laughs> to touch the bottom. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's when you saved me from fucking dying. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's whenever you and Joey have pulled us out of the, um, <laughs> yes, the bro. stream. The stream bro, that, that caught us. that shit was scary. Because you were shit. just, like, you were just, like. Y'all don't let go. Yeah, you were just like, and Clyde. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, hey, Clyde. <laughs> I was about to die. I didn't want to say You were about to get dragged the fuck out. I was about to get dragged. Dude, because that, that shit has some power behind fuck it. Fuck yeah, dude, yeah. bro. I was ha- so that's one of the few times I'm happy I've been like heavy. Yeah. Like, as a person, like I was just like, I am safe. <laughs> yeah, because I remember like I could not get my grip at all. And the stream was too powerful that I couldn't Dude, swim against it. We're like one, Yo, one, 110, 120. At the time, we, we got to yeah. take you. Literally, so, like, yeah, yeah. we're talking we about skiing. Forest House right now. Yeah. And it's like right on the river. And it's like, it's just a really dope ass chill spot. Broad room. But there's like no service out there. So, fucking Forest Mom actually like came down the fucking side of the river with a flashlight, just sprinting, like, are you guys okay? Yeah. <laughs> fucking trying to make did. sure we didn't die. Huh? They all did. Yeah, they all did. Oh, that's right. It was Wayne and his mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The grandparents and, were there. Oh, and Deborah too. Yeah, yeah Deborah. I think yeah, came yeah. Deb, yeah, Deborah was the well, main. They all one. came down there. Why? To make sure we were okay. Because sure we, okay, we, we disappeared for like far, what thirty minutes or like, something, right? A good hour and a half. Oh, hour and a half. Fuck, dude. Like it was a good twenty minutes swim there, twenty minutes swim back, and then we had to fight the current. Were we drunk? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, we were drunk. Yeah. We and the first thing they say is never to drink and swim yeah that's how people drown and shit we were literally about to get swept away i was literally like using the most foot strength i've ever used in my life gripping on those fucking rocks dude with moss and shit just fucking holding on that damn moss and then just be like yes bro we were next step we were lucky none of us slipping and having to restart all the way oh and getting dragged back like 20 rocks yeah Yeah. bro it was when we were in the parts where like the strong the current was stronger and it was nothing but soft because it was mostly that that was the worst because what really freaked me out was that one spot was 10 foot deep oh or 20 God. like crazy it, it was like it was hella deep like hell jesus christ and it was like a good 20 foot swim they're just like you just gotta swim bro yes, you just gotta swim and then yeah. we were just like <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that me shit, and yon we looked at each other and we were like we gotta go. We gotta go. And dude, I've I've never put so much energy <laughs> and strength yes, into dude. one motion before. Yes, dude. but like I literally like head down, like just fucking Michael Phelps, that yeah, is. kicking as hard as I could, like throw, like basically punching the fucking water, yes. trying to swim and push myself past the current. Oh Dang, my god! Bro. All the back muscles came out. Hell yeah! And then I I got like 
three and a half fourths of the way <laughs> and then uh i think it, it was you or joey you just I, grabbed me and you i think like, it was, i think i was using joey as the anchor and i was just like <laughs> yeah hell yeah, yeah that and, sounds about and right you, you were pulling us one by one you were yeah. like and you <laughs> <can> <laughs> <hear> <laughs> when i got <laughs> to the part where i was like oh no <laughs> you were just like i got you bro and then it just pulled me up to the next one. i was like okay that's good to know i could have died yeah <laughs> very comforting yeah because i remember like well i remember like because the problem is that i didn't want to give it my all mm -hmm. and then gas out yeah and then then still go back yeah yeah because then at that point you're yeah, backstroking all day trying to survive you know mm -hmm. fucking i remember like what was it? i think we get you, i think half the group got fucking swept real quick yeah and then we made it to like this little sandbar and then yeah. we were just like well fuck now we have to go back <laughs> yeah well because the problem was is that we didn't know that it dropped off like that yeah. so me and Jan had went with everybody else while we were going and then everyone else was a bigger stature. Yeah. So yeah, it just hauled ass. Yeah. Except Forrest. Except yeah. Forrest. Forrest was just gone. Yeah. Forrest was like, this is my neck of the woods. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Forrest. Jesus Christ. He's fucking born and raised there. Yeah, so. This shit is like nothing to him. We're over here like, oh, God. <laughs> Bro, God, well, he was a lot. He was honestly a lot bigger at the that time, too, though. That was when yeah, he just that was back. When, he was like he was what one sixty or something. He was still yeah. the mentor at that point. Yeah, he was. He, he, would, he had was just come just back. back. Yeah, because yeah. it was the one time that you and Forrest were on leave at the same time. Yeah. Uh, that was like three years ago now. Fuck it. <laughs> it's a miracle that none of us stepped on a glass, b needles, or b just anything like you yeah. know, just fucking, fucking snakes too. or anything. Because oh, there's yeah. hella snakes over there too. We're at we were night, dude. It was like, yeah, bro. It was dude. dark as yeah. fuck. Yeah. None of us had a light. Nothing, no, dude. Nothing, yeah. Juan, you want to do some stupid shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bare bones out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bare girl shit, dude. You want to yeah. live like you're 12 still? <laughs> Fucking er nothing is dangerous. Everything yeah. is free. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, nah. Fuck, when I was a kid, I felt like everything was like, you know, life was easy. Nothing good. No, there was no wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like I would just like you know steal candy or some shit. I was just like, I felt indestructible though. I do not feel indestructible now. I used to steal yeah. candy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> we would go to just so I don't incriminate our spot, but we would go to this one store that was near Jan's house, and uh, God damn it, <laughs> fucking, we would go in there like four of us, fucking, no money, walk in that bitch, <laughs> buy nothing. And walk out of there with like fucking fifty dollars worth of fucking candy, just stuffed in our pockets, dude. And it was mainly—I think I was one of the people who mainly stole the most. Yeah. And like, I would come out yeah. there with like ten items, and I would wear baggy pants all the time. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I my peak was when I stole a bag of chips without getting caught, because you know they're all crinkly and shit. So you gotta walk a certain way. Yeah. So <laughs> And you gotta have a conversation while you're leaving, so you can talk over any excess noise. Dude, luck was on our side. Dude, swear, cause I don't know how the fuck they didn't just know that we did it's that. Because they were like, okay, we give them too much credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it, was, it was also just. All but we were so them. dumb because we wouldn't even wait till we got back to the house. We would be like walking on the road, pulling shit out of our pants, like, you know what I mean, like totally with no receipt or anything because i do like, literally outside the parking lot yeah like you know where the grass is in the parking lot yeah yeah god damn it fucking that reminds me of when me and so like whenever i first started smoking it was with colton and so he lived like he lives like well he used to live like fucking two minutes down the road from me and yeah i remember that i would go smoke at his place and then me and him would walk our happy asses at the gas station right down the road mm. fucking you know, Vigo? huh yeah yeah, yeah. Fucking, that, that's what's called, right? Vigo. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. 
So we we would walk there, and the fucking the in, uh, the owner he. Got, <laughs> It got to the point where he just knew what we were about to buy and shit. Mm-hmm. And me and him would like fuck it. I'd be like, I got five bucks. You get like two bucks. I get like three bucks. Mm. Go. Do not go over your limit. Yeah. And like we would fucking like you know do math and shit, trying to fucking snackatize. Mm-hmm. Fucking like okay, if I get this, I can get these. If it's I get a, let me get my GPA. Wow, Hell yeah. Figure out how many snacks I can get. Oh my god, bro. Like, count on his fingers and shit. And fucking oh bro, one of the times fucking there was a cop that was just fucking driving along beside us. I was like hi. How you doing? Doing good? Yeah. Having a great time? Man, I wish I was white. <laughs> <laughs> I have never in my life looked at a cop. And I've done that shit before where I'm like, when I was younger, I used to be like, try to be cool with cops. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, what's good. You know, just be like polite, say hey. Yeah. And then you just like, glance, keep going <laughs> as if I don't exist. And I'm like, oh, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, damn. Nah, fucking, I've noticed. Oh, it's so like, like founding childhood memories. I was like a kid doing this shit, bro. I was like six, seven. Oh my god! Trying to be cool with them, trying to be like, okay, like these are people I should respect, and then so, they didn't show me no respect. Fuck them niggas. Who? Bleep. <laughs> 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 well, fucking like I think the big thing I've noticed with like police, especially like as long as you a give them respect and b act like you're not necessarily doing anything wrong or like too wrong, yeah, they'll pretty much just let you go. Yeah, be honest. Yeah, just be honest. Don't be a dick. Be don't, honest. Do but not don't incriminate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, bro. I don't know if you ever had a... You, I'm pretty sure you have, actually. Like, had a cop try to, like, slick-tongue you into, like, incriminating yourself? Bro, like, the very first time I ever got pulled over. Right. <laughs> bro, it's like the mind game. Franny knows And you story. fell for it. <laughs> but the device didn't fall for it, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. I'll, I'll tell you that story later. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that one's a bit too spicy for the internet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Why is it so spicy? Why is it spicy? <laughs> Since early age, it's been fucked 12. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, like. I mean, I respect that. Okay, like, good cops on the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but most as yeah. a whole, that's. I ain't rocking with him, bro. So, like, I think a big part of the reason, like, why cops are, like, have such a negative, like, view, like, viewpoint from, like, the mass populace is because, like, they're the teacher. They're the parent that's fucking going to discipline you if you do some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and, they don't have any qualifications to be that. That, well, no, he's got a high school diploma. Yeah, he's got yeah. a high school diploma. It's literally or like a law degree. People I, can gradu- uh, people I graduated high school with are now parents. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> telling me this old little dumbass kid has been telling me. Well, I mean, me, shit, fucking. Fuck you know, we know a couple people that are like, like fucking in law enforcement. And like, like, some of them do get like degrees and stuff like that yeah. to actually like help progress them and like make sure they know the law and stuff like that. And so, like, but the majority of patrol is high school. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, like, think about it. So, like, you could, this is actually pretty comparable to the Army and shit like that. Yeah, I know. But How, the Army's a different being because is that's it? separate from civilian life. I'm dealing, with, huge, I'm dealing with other civilian life. Yeah, but police <laughs> have a huge aspect to do with modern civilian life. Like, day-to-day shit, like, you'll, you'll just run to the same cops all the time. Well, so, like, so I'll admit, uh, when it comes to the day-and-day basis, fucking cops have it worse than the military. Straight For up. Sure. Unless we're deployed, the cops have it worse. 100%. Because you don't know if the guy you just pulled over for a speeding ticket is about to blast you because you just fucking yeah. pulled him over and he doesn't, like, he's got, like, he's got a felony record or some shit. Or if yeah. it's going to be some sweet old grandma. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say there aren't people that, pri- like, they <coughs> see a black dude or some and shit and I they're just like, that, oh. That also, I don't know. It, I get where they're coming from in terms of, like, the aspect of trauma and the aspect of, like, having to undergo, like, your own brothers, like, dying and yeah. all that type of stuff. But they shouldn't prejudice, like, they shouldn't put their racial values on me and 
put me as a bad guy when I'm because I never go at a cop first hand with treating them with disrespect. Like, yeah. Even though I don't like them, I still treat them with respect. I still treat yeah. them as like where they are in authority. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, kind of like this. So like when you like, especially but that's what I'm saying. Like they, I'll do all those methods. I'll do everything. Like make sure I'm good. I'll do everything you're saying. And they still treat me as if I'm just a fucking like being dude, a lower class citizen. Well, they still treat me as if I'm not shit. Well, hear me out. I'm I'm sorry that you actually had to go through those experiences. If you did, oh, like, I mean, like all dude. It's, no, it's I, I I I get I get what you mean. Not all of them were it's bad. Just perspective, I guess. Every yeah. single experience I've had with police has been bad. Exactly. And oh really? Yeah. Even man. whenever it was aspects where like our house got broken into and like everything was stolen. What the fuck? And like my game key was trashed, like everything was gone. Like mm. literally spray painted, like I will fucking kill your children on the bathroom mirror type shit. What the fuck? Like you'll go through that, and then you'll still have those same law enforcement be like, yeah, we'll investigate into it, and then nothing ever happens. <sighs> fuck is that? Get the fuck out of here. That's some bullshit, bro. I don't give a fuck like who you are. Mm. It, it doesn't matter. It, it shouldn't matter. Like if I was white and I was in a suburban neighborhood mm. when this happened. Different story. Different story, bro. I would have been on the news. Fucking, actually, so off that note, fucking, one of the people we already talked about, the uh, Snowflake, fucking RIP if he ever hears this, I'm going to be fucking shanked. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, he he has had uh, quite a few run-ins with the police, and he is white, and he absolutely hates them because of the interactions he's had. Yeah, because there there is, like, white, it's not white people, it's just upper class, middle class. It's more of a class system thing versus a... I mean, it. Uh, all right, look. Skin color has a lot to do with it, but also poverty level has a lot to do with it. Because mm. I've seen as much as much as shit as I've gone through, I've seen white trailer trash people go through. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just facts, bro. Like they go, have nothing to offer. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. Well, so like I don't think it's necessarily that. So like, hear me out here. So fucking when you ever look at like statistics and shit like that, fucking. So say we have like the red and blue people here, fucking. If you, if you on a constant base to see the red people actually do commit and like I'm saying like they actually do commit the crime if you see the red group of people committing the actual crime more than the blue group you would like automatically start suspecting if a crime was reported about the red group Mm -hmm. doing the violent crime you would believe it and not necessarily be as hostile to the blue group you know what I'm saying yeah so so I'm not saying but those are considering people that are accused of crimes yeah well most of the people that are committing all these crimes are accused of committing those crimes but then when it goes down to court or something like that they end up being found not guilty yeah but it still falls into the statistics that they were accused of doing a crime so it goes in as they did a crime yeah but then when, later on when they get found out that they're not guilty that still doesn't change the fact that they were what, accused yeah they were accused so it still goes down as they committed a crime Mm. but they didn't commit a crime because they were found yeah. not guilty because mentally you still have the aspect of like okay this is the bad guy this is the enemy like this is who we have to bring down in order to make the population of civilization like better as a whole mm. right so you say that but then the person you're thinking you're accusing of has nothing to do with it yeah not guilty but you it still doesn't change the way you look at that person so not that person as an individual but that person as a group so I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to get policing right completely, 100%, until nah, we, like, change I mean, them out with, like, robots. Literally, mm-hmm. I think that is the only way we will have, like, a 100%. Unbiased. Unbiased. Like, if that is the thing Somewhat. people truly want, 
we have to we have to eventually go to robots because if you just want that 100% like neutral 50 like not 50 50 but like 100% neutral completely fair no other like there's no bigotry or nothing like that no favoritism we just have to go to robots because people will well, always fall deep. to it's just the fact that like a lot of so police, do you think a 50 hour seminar is going to change all of the hard no, wiring that everyone's going seminar, through I'm just saying like different different leaders Different people to appoint the people that are getting appointed. Mm -hmm. As long as we change like the upper class of people that like well, pick who pick who gets chosen and picks who gets put in this place. Well, you just apply. That's all you do. You fill out a form. It's like, hey, I want to be. Have you ever a seen the movie officer. Serpico with Al Pacino? No. Mm. Well, it pretty much. It, that's literally what he does in the movie. Mm. He's literally under or like a cop, and mm. then he goes undercover, and then he pretty much gets out class or like outcast by his whole entire police department and this is like all based in New York and shit mm. and pretty much gets put on a hit list and oh, they kill him or they don't they try to kill him they do it tough to hit on him and he survives mm. he gets shot in the face but he still oh, survives type shit and then, then the movie comes out at the court and then explains everything mm. but nowadays we're not even to the point where it even gets to the court it all gets swept on the rug before even that happens mm -hmm. oh yeah Epstein was the biggest example of that shit bro yeah. if that shit would happen with someone of that importance and that much money and that much power mm. like dude statewide countywide they're controlling that shit mm. like it, it doesn't matter it, it just doesn't it doesn't yeah. it really doesn't bro cause like you you can try to put that change forth within your community you can try to be the voice that changes the opinion you can try to be the thing that like pushes the next era of the movement mm. but at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you do as a movement because at the end of the day, it would just get brushed on the rug because the people in power are always going to be the ones in play. Oh, well, I mean, shit. It's like and holding the, people, the queen when you just got a bunch of pawns, bro. And the people in power... you queen, you just got to rule the whole board. Yeah, and the people in power are always in rotation, too. Exactly. Like, it's, it's if always... If it's not them, it's their kids. If it's not their kids, it's their aunts, their cousins. Exactly. It's exactly. All, like, that's why they have such a tight-knit community where you never hear of any of the bad that they do. You only hear the bad that like minorities do or not minorities because that's kind of blank whoever their opposing but group is because that is true in different counties just like more white people doing that shit more methods this and that but in terms of like county to county it all develop it all depends on who the bad guy is in that mm -hmm. county but like you go closer to the inner city it's a bunch of minorities dude you go closer to like anything that is like super super suburban a bunch of minorities the only place that that doesn't really happen is like usually small towns, usually like college towns, usually like places where it's new enough development within the youth that they don't feel like they can target the youth because the youth have such power. Mm. But they also know that the youth doesn't hold power, if that makes sense. Mm. I feel like we've delved. I don't know. That's I feel a, like we diverged way hole. off track. Well, wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I just oh, fucking hate really 12, pretty. dude. I can literally can go we, on about this all day. Wait, I wait, wait. wait. I, I'm honestly a little good. But, like, so, I respect them, but, like, respectfully, fuck so. So, mm -hmm. like, because we, we jumped way off track. We went from local Joe the cop, who's like, <laughs> I've known him for 12 years, <laughs> to Epstein. It's like. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I was just bringing up Epstein as a blanket term to, like, show that, like, We've skipped through a lot of steps along the way. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean, but in terms of, like, corruption and in terms of, like, the way the justice system works, it's the same. Wait, wait. What Epstein goes through is the same shit that the people go through, but it's not the same because it's, like, Supreme Court versus, like, statewide court and very state-state. 
but like all the state to state people still connect towards national branch towards the yeah. court. Right. It's, it's like a tree system like exactly. it, there's branches there's a certain <laughs> level of wait. where it is conspiratorial but we also but have to I'm remember not to bring it as a conspiratorial that point w- i'm just bringing it as wait, wait, a hierarchy wait, wait. Point, Jan, dog. Jan, quick, i know but there's hold there, on, hold on. franny huh if it's okay would you like and what was like the what was the interactions you had like why did you have interactions with the cops because well, I, I feel like that's not uh well no no I'm, I'm i don't mean to like backtrack it to that but i am if you're like okay with like talking about it because i am curious because like usually the interaction that you have with authority figures like it can dictate like how you view them um i don't know i feel like those that's just a really long story to tell um so i, I know of one and i that feel like we're getting kind of off that now uh, I don't. So I'm trying to drag it back to that low key, because like that was I feel that was the core of the argument is like why do you have the bad perceptions? Because like, I understand one one I know you did on your fault. I know you were just there. I know you didn't do nothing. But like mm-hmm. I understand that one, and I, I also understand the other one where you were like you weren't doing nothing, and then they were just they were just profiling y'all. So I understand. Like, I know I know of those two, but like are those like the only two interactions you've ever had? I mean no, it's not. I mean those are like the the two like main interactions i guess like i've had like with myself mm. but i mean it's not even like my own ex- personal experiences it's like experiences of people i know mm. and like other stories i've heard and like just in general like how i'm treated by police like mm. and there's no really real way to explain it if you don't live it because like it's kind of like an unsaid thing. There is no, like, this is how it is. Like, it's just how it is. Yeah. And, um, like, I don't know. I feel like there's just not really much to explain about why, like, I've had bad experiences with 12. When every experience I've had with 12 and every, every experience that I've heard from people that are similar to me mm. have that same problem, then it's just kind of self-explanatory that maybe it's not even completely a race thing, but it's definitely like underlying thing Mm -hmm. and like just because like i know like how corrupt like the system can be and that like uh i guess i I don't know there's no real good way to explain it like i've just never had a good experience with with enforcement so do you think it's just because of like your like couple of experiences plus those of others that you've been around or is it like, do you think it's the conglomerate of like always fuck the 12 and stuff like that that have also influenced you? Like That's with, what I was trying to get towards because. No, because. I, we we oh, keep we keep mind. going. We keep trying to establish this um, idea that there's like a hierarchy, but at the same time, we're also talking about a system that was made by humans around mm. humans. There's so much complexity mm. just, you know, at the individual level that it's just it's really hard to try to get into one idea. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but, like, from personal like, experience, from everything that's around us in the counties. Yeah, like, but, I mean... That's self-explanatory. Well, but that's the that's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to explain what is already there. Yeah, but... That's like, what but I'm trying to say. But in terms of the hierarchy... But think about this. The you hierarchy got, is different because there are people trying to make a change. You guys... Shit, but it... You guys have negative experiences it's, it's, as Hispanics, dude, it's right? It's literally been my whole life. Like, and every still, experience that I've had was positive. And I look, I look like every fuckboy cholo freaking Hispanic yeah. on the street right now in Athens. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I've had, I've, I've had other white people tell me, "Dude, you look like a drug dealer." That's fucked. And but every single experience that I've had with law enforcement has been positive. They don't profile me. They don't, they don't antagonize me. 
because I just treat him like a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you for caring. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. I guess it's just how I look or something. Because, like, I will literally, I won't go into, like, every time I interact with police or law enforcement, dream respect, yes, sir, no, sir. Try to be as textbook yeah, as Yeah, but I you also can. have to think about the mentality. Are you treating them with respect because you're saying, oh, this is a system I have to treat them with respect? Or are you saying... No, it's just because it's I, the I, person. Because I, I don't judge a person before I know them. Like, even though I don't like 12... It's not even 12. It's, I think see, it's there's more, a preconceived notion because I don't have a preconceived notion of, oh, they're 12. I see. I'm just like, oh, there's a guy. Hmm. No, but it's not that. It's whenever I talk to the guy, I'm respectful with him, and then he calls in the gang unit. What the fuck is that? Why are you calling the gang unit when I'm being as upfront and truthful as, we, as you as I can be? If you don't mind me asking, what was the situation? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. That's okay. Because my situation... It's a long story. Another day, but... Yeah. I, I, I had dropped my wife home yeah. while we were still dating. I dropped her off at her parents' house. And the night before, we had also gone to Gwinnett County Fair. Mm. And we had came back, and it was like 2 in the morning. And so we did that the next night. I fell asleep at a red light with my foot... On the brake pedal, yeah. so oh yeah, they yeah they got you. <laughs> my foot was barely heavy enough to keep my the brake pedal from coming up just enough to let you know the momentum of the car go forward. If mm. a, if a semi would have came, dead, no more me. Mm. That's it. So I I freaking wake up to somebody banging on the window, and it's copying and, and I'm like I you know I'm in just in a state of like, you know what the fuck is going on. And he's like, put it in park, put it in park, put it in park. So I put it in park. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then he's like, and he was like, open the door, open the door. And I opened the door. And then I was like, what's going on? He was like, oh, thank God. You put it in park because someone called in because they said, because you were just parked there at the red light. And they were, they were afraid that, you know, something was going on. So... They, they told me, are you okay? Can you explain what's going on? And I was like, oh, I dropped my wife. Not my wife, but I dropped my girlfriend off at home. And I work in construction, so it's really hard on my body. And we had gone to Gwinnett County Fair the night before. And, you know, it was 3 in the morning when it, this took place. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. And, you know, obviously, if, even if you're not law enforcement, if you pull up on somebody like that... Yeah. You're gonna assume something's happened. Mm. They either drank, or they're on something. You 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 just try to see every side of what could have happened because mm. you care for them. They asked me, you know, can we just you know search your car because you know they don't want me to be on you know using anything at the time. Yeah. And then just up ahead, it's like oh there's an accident. Mm. Oh he was using something. So I'm like yeah just go ahead just go search the car. I don't have anything on me. They search the car. They just search the car. And then <laughs> they search the car. And they're like, yeah, yeah, the, you know, nothing's going on with this. It's just that we just want you to get home hmm. safe. And, I, you know, I thank them because, like, they saved my life. Because I had already gone through that twice. I have already gone through an accident twice at that point. Hmm. And they even told me, they're like, do you need someone to escort you on the way home? Or, you know, your girlfriend is, like, right up the road. Why don't you park the car and, you know, get somebody to drive you home? And I was like, no, no, I can make it home. You know, it's barely, like, ten minutes away. And like, you sure? You sure? 
And they're like, okay, no warning, no no ticket, nothing. Just care and love. Mm. And that's because that's what I gave him first. And, you know, so that's my experience. So that that it's just confusing because I, I don't go into it with a preconceived notion. I just, there's a human being. I, I'm giving love and care. And if they don't give it back, I'm going to fight back. Mm. But not with hostility. Yeah. You know, I have to understand that someday it's going to come back on them. But that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I've gone through experience with 12 where I'm like that. I don't, don't put preconceived notions behind it and all this other stuff. But, like, it's like I'm being as vulnerable as I can be to them. I'm being as real as I can be to them. Like, I'm on the brink of, like, just breaking down because I'm trying to be as real with them as I can. But they still don't understand what I'm trying to, like say Mm -hmm. and like since i can't get my point across since i'm so like abstract minded they don't even think i'm like there they just yeah it's like you see them but they don't see you yeah exactly and it's like i'm literally like vulnerable as fuck them but they all they just think it's a front that's my experience with them it's like every time i've ever been that way or in that situation where i have to be that real and like it's really down to the brink of like having to go through it and like having to like be like I'm either going to jail tonight or I'm like just being honest with them and they let me go hopefully. Yeah. And every time it's come to that line, I'm honest with them. And every time it's been a miracle that I haven't gone to jail. Shit. But that's what I'm saying, I guess it varies person like personally, but I don't, I don't know. I just I, that's what I'm saying, it's just shit you can't explain, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. That's why I get stuck up when I'm trying to explain it, because there, there is no real way to explain it. You just live it, and yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. It's like that's it's just my experience, bro. But like, I, I'm grateful that your experience has been that, and that twelve has been there to save your life. Because at the end of the day, I get that that's what they're there to do. They're just there to save people, and they're there to like protect the community and make sure everything is going okay. And I'm glad that you got that experience out of that because it could have gone way left. They could have tried to like do the most to you, and I'm glad they didn't. But from my interactions with them, if that would have been me, they, it would have been rap. Damn. I feel the same way. See, that, like, so I've been pulled over, like, roughly about 17 to 18 times. Golly, boy. <laughs> well, like, it ain't no it ain't no fucking farce. Like, I got a lead foot. Like, that's just how it be. And, like, I've only gotten, like, three. Farce. <laughs> Leave me alone. I use fancy words sometimes. <laughs> or, like, fucking gee whiz words. That's what they are. But, <laughs> but like like it ain't no lie i got like a lead foot and like i've gotten i've only gotten like fucking three speeding tickets straight up yeah fuck like you were there for one of them uh, yeah I was. and like straight up fucking none of them been as serious as yours or yours or yours but like these are like obviously like fucking you know i'm technically putting people's lives in danger a myself b the people in my car if they are in my car and c everyone around me hmm. And I think part of the reason why I've only only ever gotten three speeding tickets is because, like, you know, I've I don't think it's because of my skin color. I really don't because, like, I, f- I felt like I've always just given them equal respect and stuff like that. And not only that, like, my uncle is also a cop, and so, like, you know, I already had that predisposition of, hey, cops are good people because mm. my uncle was one. You know what I mean? And like, it just makes me sad because I do know there are bad cops. I do know there are like, uh, like there is, uh, there's, is it bad injustice? Yeah. Injustice that happens to people. And I, I truly feel bad for that mm-hmm. because that just gives the people who are actually putting their foot down and working hard to just like 
do what everyone like uh, what Juan said is just like you know take care of people serve and protect yeah exactly like you know they're giving those people a bad name but at the same time I know there's people just whining to whine because there's been a whole culture around just hating cops since like yeah. fucking God well it's, it's it's trendy like it's, yeah. it's trendy to hate bro if you say fuck twelve on any social media platform you will get like fucking attention and likes now yeah. granted there's also gonna be those people that but, try to rip your head off about it and that's not the wrong that's not the right way but, to go about it. I, I also want to share a story where I had a negative experience with law enforcement. So when I was like eight or nine, um, it was me, my younger brother, and my eldest sister. We were right, we had an old uh, white Chevy Silverado, and you know my dad was working. You know during the day he, he you know he was you know still an hour an employee at the time. And so my mom had had to drive us around. And so she she didn't speak any English. Immigrant from Mexico drove drove us around all the time. And it was just it was it's not even half a mile. Mm. It's like an eighth of a mile, quarter stretch like stretch to Walmart. Mm. Coming from like the the most ghetto neighborhood in Athens. Yeah. People like the sheriff would park there. <laughs> The sheriff would park there just a bus field because they know nobody coming in from there has a license. Yeah. And so, um, there was an, this is like going to be like the most stereotypical, like I can't even make this up. There was an old white lady mm-hmm. driving. She pulled out right in front of my mom. Oh no. And she had gas tanks in the back of her vehicle. And my mom slammed the, you know, slammed the brakes it wasn't bad. It was just a little fender bender. Mm-hmm. So uh, they called the cops. You know, not because the lady was racist, yeah. just because they have to have they have to have an official report to give it to insurance and stuff. Yeah. And so the cop pulls up, and um, he fills out the report and everything, but you know, he was going in for the kill. Yeah. Um, so he just uh, he saw my mom had no license and everything. Didn't speak any English. And he just chuckled, pulled out the cuffs, and we watched her get arrested. Mm-hmm. And uh, what she told me was that on the car ride there, you know, he, you know, he was he was acting with malicious intent. You know, he was like, you know, oh, it's a Hispanic lady. We're gonna get one of them out of here, out of this country. Mm-hmm. And he starts asking her. He's like, so, I saw that you were with your kids. How many kids do you have? And, you know, she understood very little English. And she was like three, and then he was, and you know, he asked her the ages, and he she thought about it, you know, trying to translate. Yeah. And she was like, when I was eight, my sister was like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. and my younger brother was like three to five around there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he just thought about it, and then the initial report that he had written up for her, he just tore it up. I made the one that's, I guess, had the honest description of what had happened. Mm-hmm. And so that way, whenever they got to the station, my dad was able to go and bail her out. Because I don't know what was written on the report. Mm-hmm. She could have gotten deported with that report. But he had to change a heart. So then those experiences are what, like, that's why I don't want to go in with a preconceived notion. I just, my idea is that this is a system that's just a clusterfuck. Yeah. It's just it's so complex because if we look into ourselves individually, 
the complexity of how we are as an individual reflects on how a system like this, you know, functions. Okay. It's completely based off of an individual's morals. Yeah. Because, like, okay, I get that. Okay, that makes more sense. Because, say we had a cop, and based on his experiences through life and such, he could give, I'm um, say, like, me and you both got a speeding ticket. Or say me and you were both speeding, we got pulled over by two different cops. One had been raised in a certain way, been through these certain events. Mine had been raised a certain way, been through certain events. And he lets me off, and he gives you, like, a $100 ticket. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay, I get you. Uh, Shit. I don't know. Most, pretty much every encounter I've had with the police, I ended up uh, luckily catching a break and getting oh, getting away with uh, nothing. But every time that that's happened, it's because of being saved by someone from the outside of the situation. Mm. And ironically... The times where I have been saved were because, um, like, we had, like, uh, like, I guess, like, our, our white friends, like, showed up and saved our ass. Or, like, my fucking white mom showed up and saved my ass. Or, like, just because, like, my mom knew somebody, like, saved my ass. So, like, it just seems like, it's it really just comes down to like such a personal level of like decision making like speaking of like human error or whatever like it's not even human error at that point it's just like i guess i'm trying to think of the best way to say this I don't know. I mean, you pretty much get the point that, like, it comes down to, like, that their indi- personal choice. Yeah, that individual's, like, personality and their upbringing and stuff like that. Yeah. hmm I don't know, because there's another story where nobody came to my rescue. Mm. And uh, I don't know, because, like, after so many experiences, after a wide spectrum of people, you know, you have to realize, you know, what's actually going on here, because... Another situation. (laughs) (laughs) Another, another time. The tension for a little bit. We had gone. uh, I had a crush on this girl. She was living in Atlanta, and we went to go take her out uh, and took her out to IHOP. So, Um, (laughs) I know, dude. I was sent back in those days. You (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah, dude. (laughs) But our family and their family are really like close, and so. And my my younger brother and her younger uh, siblings were really close, and so I I went with him. Dude, what was she? Your cousin? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> they were close. Not that your close. third cousin, dude. <laughs> nah, it's because uh, we come from a very a really 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 like poor town in New Mexico. Oh. Like so, everything everyone's like tightening in there, like they're in everybody's business, and so like after that whole encounter, we ended up. Uh, we ended up sleeping in her living room because her parents were like, "Dude, we don't want you guys. We don't want you guys getting an accident." And um, so, and the next day, we were actually gonna go to the beach. Mm. And so it was f- like four in the morning, and I wake up and I'm like, "Dude, we have to go because we we have to go and leave, you know leave for the beach with them so we all you know stick together." Mm. And then um, 
we left Atlanta at like three thirty in the morning, four in the morning. We're 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 like we make it the whole way, fucking speeding the whole way, going fucking ninety the whole way. Like, and I'm you know consciously doing this. And then we get to three sixteen, right here in front of you know the newly Oconee connector, mm-hmm. and uh, as soon. And I'm going 88 into 55. And as soon as I've passed the headlights and I see the headlights come out, I'm like, fuck. I just got my license too, at, you know, at 18. And I'm like, I'm an immigrant. I just got my license. I just got my permit to be here just to, just to work here in the U.S. So I'm really risking it here. Mm-hmm. They pulled me over and they see two beaners in the car. You know, You know, and they're like, you know what you did right and I was like yeah and then they asked me like are you under the influence of anything and I was like no and it makes me look even worse because I'm here 18 going 88 and 55 but what about the 13 year old kid that's in the passenger seat mm. my younger brother which is even worse he's my you know the kid that I freaking love yeah and so like I have every they have every right to like judge me mm. Cause I'm endangering like people that I love, a minor, and so yeah, and other people. Yeah, I mean that's what makes it worse. It was my younger brother. Yeah, they could have pegged you with reckless endangerment real easy. Yeah, and they're like, no, they just gave me a ticket, and so we just went on our way, and you know had a fun vacation with my family, mm-hmm. and so it could have went way worse. Oh yeah, way worse, yeah. especially seeing two two beaners in the car. Who would I? Who would I? Who would have I called? My family is also full of illegal Hispanics mm-hmm. coming. They don't have a license. Like, who am I going to call? Yeah, I know. I mean, they could have taken advantage, but they let me go scot free, just with a ticket. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because when you say shit like that, that really makes me like. Uh, I don't know. It makes me realize how privileged I am to be born in America. Hell yeah! No cap. Oh shit. Whew. Yeah, being born in America. Oh god! As much as people shit on it, bro, we have it so nice. Like fucking show. with all the ups and downs, bro. Like fucking, we are not living in some hellhole where it's 120 degrees in a shit hut with a bunch of angry people with AKs, like yeah. as our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> bro, it's pretty all right here. Yeah. Now, granted, there's some shitty parts of the country where it could be close to that, but yeah, over there, neighborhood watch is quite literally like. <laughs> The motherfuckers who run shit. Bro, fucking one of the streets right next to us, fucking, they enforce speeds. Uh, they enforce the speed. Uh, God damn, speed limit with AKs. No shit. <clears throat> Bro, they shot at people. We're just, like, every time they fucking, like, they lit up a fucking car as they were driving by, we fucking we spun the fuck up. We were just like, what the fuck's going on? We're getting attacked. And fucking one of the guys on the tower, nah, it's all good. Some guy was speeding. <clears throat> yeah, bro, straight up. But they were enforcing the law. Something that's put in place to like with an AK. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't done. <laughs> Maybe impractical. Yeah, it was an impractical way of. But they were doing it for the greater good, and that—that's a whole another debate. A bit yeah. unusual. Yeah. Unusual. I I completely disagree with that. Yeah, because that's a whole different system. Yeah. Like, but even then, in our town, we have we have a cousin that small lives over town, there. USA. Yeah. We have a cousin that lives over there, mm. and um, they like we don't have law enforcement over there. Mm. She got picked up in the middle of the night, 
and they took her to this building, and they said people were just dropping like flies in there. <laughs> Jesus. And um, oh, she just heard a phone call, and there and and uh, she heard him talking about a phone call, and they were like, "Is there anybody that you can call?" And he was like, "I don't know any family that I can call." They're like, "You sure?" And then he was like, he was, you know, trying so hard to think of who to call. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I have somebody that I can. And he, I think it was like an aunt. It was a distant relative. Yeah. He calls him. And, I mean, it's an impoverished town. It's not like, it's like, oh, how much are you going to charge, you know, to pay the ransom? Mm-hmm. Like 500,000 pesos, which is like 25 grand. Jesus it's like, what, you're just going to pull that out of your ass? Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we don't have that money. And so uh, he just accepts his fate. And they, she says that they just heard the, you know, the, the you know cartel just haul him off and never heard from him again. God damn. Damn, yeah. I got some horror stories about that shit, too. From uh, my stepdad side of the family back in Guatemala, bro. It's fucking hell down there. God damn. Shit's bad. One of uh, one of the people I know from there, their brothers was uh, killed by the cartel just for walking down the street and uh, not like stepping to the side to let like gang members by. You know what I mean? Like, kill the motherfucker, threw him in the ditch just because he wouldn't step out of the way. Just south of the border. Just south of the border. There ain't no fucking, there ain't no laws on the streets down there. Shit's run by the gangs, dude. Yeah. Motherfuckers literally are fighting their government. Yeah. And and they overpower them. They have more firepower. It's not even that they fight their government. It's that they're just, they work hand in hand. Yeah. That too. It's corrupt as fuck. But then any, any kind of attempt to conform it, like, it's just snuffed. See, that just... Oh. So Coming, what, like, even down to presidents being assassinated. So, one of my biggest things that makes me actually, like, enraged is just senseless senseless violence. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Senseless killing. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I've, I've never seen someone actually die, like, no shit in front of me. Like, with you with the guy that died in the car crash and stuff like that. I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah, me either. And I've had three. I've been very grateful with the fact that I've, I've never seen something like that. But, so keep on, I went to Iraq and came back and shit like that. You know, fucking Brockett's bullshit spoliated. Woo. When I was in Texas, fucking, I was driving out of fucking, oh shit, what was that? I think it was Houston. Yeah, I was driving out of Houston up to, uh, to the northeast at this point. I'm like on the outskirts maybe a little bit. And as I'm driving, I see this fucking beat up ass white fucking Mustang come up behind me and shit and I'm just like you know he's fucking he's loud and proud I'm just gonna fucking get the fuck over cause I ain't trying to fucking deal with him so he fucking scoots on past me and then you know I get back over cause again I'm usually more of a lead footed kind of person so I just follow the fast people so they usually get pulled over before me and so we're just cruising on along he's about 50 feet in front of me and I see this fucking red car to my to diagonal right it just starts acting weird and shit fucking all of a sudden, I just see him start to drift into the right lane. So I was like, oh, this jackass is probably sleeping at the wheel or some shit because he almost runs into a fucking SUV. Mm. All of a sudden, I see his fucking window come down. And I see this fucking bedazzled-ass bullshit pistol come out the fucking window. And I'm like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, he just fucking lets off like two rounds. 
And I'm just like, the fuck? Because mm-hmm. keep in mind, we're in fucking Houston on like a five-lane fucking road with another five-lane oncoming traffic road to our left. Right. Damn, you're in H-Town. Jesus Christ. Yeah, bro. I was fucking, like, I was I was bamboozled, man. I was like, the fuck do I do? Like, yeah. do I call the cops? Like, I, just, I looked to my left to see if the Mustang was still there. Bro, dude was hauling ass so fast, he was literally gone. The moment I saw him, he was gone. And then I was SUV? like, say what? Why was the SUV? Uh, no, it wasn't an SUV. It was a red car. Oh, well, I, well, I, so I looked back. So I, look, I was like, do I, do I call the cops? I look back at the car, and the fucking car is like shot the fuck down the exit ramp real fast, too. And I was like, the fuck do I do? I, I can't even call the cops. Because like, all I have is a description of the vehicles. I didn't yeah. catch no license plate numbers. I saw the fucking shooter. I saw, the, I saw that the shooter was black. That was literally it. That's all the bedazzled ass fucking uh, stupid pistol. I saw that the shooter was black because I saw his hand, and I can give him a description of the vehicles. That was literally it. But it pissed me off so much because not only did that jackass in the fucking red car just shoot at that one dude, he missed. He fucking missed. And I think that's what pisses me off more. Because not only did he not kill the person he intended, he just shot into five lanes of oncoming traffic. And if he shot over them, there's fucking houses. Yeah. And I was just fucking furious for like literally the next 30 minutes until I just pulled over and started chain smoking cigarettes. I fucking called my uncle who's like, he, he's a retired cop now at this point. I was like, do I even call? Like... Cause like I was like, there's there's no point in calling, cause like God knows how many shootings there are, like all over that town and stuff like that. And he's like, you can at least try. So you know, I gave the police my statement and shit, and they were just like, you know, we'll try. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just to go off. Huh? Yeah. Fucking. That's why cameras on the highways are very important. Yeah, but like, it's just time sen- frames. It's like senseless violence. So it's like, why? What? What? Godforsaken fucking bullshit reason is there to like fucking that sounds like an ego driven thing but that situation sounds like an ego driven thing especially a motherfucker with a especially yeah. a motherfucker with a bedazzled ass yeah. pistol it, it, it comes completely like, down to his big ass ego yeah. that he thinks he's some hot shit and needs to prove a point so it's worth going to prison for like 20 fucking years over yeah. one guy it's gang politics bro Bro, gang is oh, gangs yeah, are so I, stupid. I, I, I can understand I brotherhoods. I can understand sticking together. All that shit's know. ego driven. It's, it's but not, I can, I, but I can understand yeah, that. I know what you mean. It's, it's just not what it used to be. Because gangs really originated just because immigrants came here, didn't have any kind of banking system, didn't have any kind of protection because they couldn't call along. Yeah, so they worked together. And shit. Exactly. Like, I understand. It's not like that. It hasn't been like that for like as long as we've been born. Yeah. Ever since the nineties, really. God, it just pisses me off, man. Yeah, but. Because, like, saying. people people don't value each other's lives no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand. Well, everyone's desensitized to death. Yeah. But sh- shit, that doesn't mean half of them seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit, fucking, you're probably one of the few people that I know that have actually seen more people die. I've seen, I've seen a good chunk of dead bodies. I ain't seen that many fucking people die, though. And fucking, it's just, I don't know, man. It's like fucking shit. I might hate people. I might. That, there's, like, few people I would actually legitimately want to beat the fuck up, but I never want nobody dead. No, yeah. yeah. Even though I might not agree with somebody, I don't ever wish death on somebody. Yeah, because like that's shit. Well, I wish death. Yeah. I wish death on all those who wish death upon me. Goddamn. Yeah, I mean Jesus that Christ. is also facts, but also like who's really that? Yeah, no, yeah. Really I don't keep enemies like that. Yeah, it's like what did that do? <laughs> he wore yeah. the wrong color in the wrong street one time. The fuck? That's LA, bro. She reminds me of that library meme. <laughs> with the library guy who checks uh, the white yeah. kid with the blue bandana. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay. what are you What's doing? up, you repping? That was, okay, that was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Now get the fuck out of my library. God damn it. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of unreal. 
It's like, it's like, because my buddy, fucking, he was explaining, like, he showed me the fucking neighborhoods that he grew up and shit like that. He was like, yeah, so my but two of my friends got shot the fuck over there. Another one died right there. That's a horrible spot to ever walk. And I was just like, you fucking lived this shit, man? Mm-hmm. Like, again, like, I'm a white kid from the fucking country. Like, we don't see this shit. No, shit like that don't happen out here. Fuck no. It's starting to, though. Oh, fucking Christ. Yeah. And this is why I got guns. But anywho. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. If someone ever pulls a gun on me, I will pop them so fast. Fucking. Yeah, you got training. You got the quick draw and shit. <laughs> bro, no, it's just, oh, it infuriates me. But, like, yeah. yeah, he was just talking, like, he was, like, nonchalant. Like, he, like, there was obviously some emotion because, like, these were, like, dear friends to him that had died and shit like that. But I was just like, why, 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 and ever, like, why did it ever get this bad? Yeah. Well, I mean, losing anybody to violence is just fucking horrible. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's just I feel sense. like a lot of it is just like a, it's like, Older people who are still stuck in the kid mentalities, raising kids. I don't know, man. Because you got like a bunch of kids in like those type of impoverished neighborhoods. I'm guessing who don't have father figures, and then when they turn to the closest thing they have a father figure, the plug. Shit. Plug teaches them the way, teaches them the streets, but it doesn't get anywhere because the streets is always a dead end. Fucking. It's like an endless cycle. It's not even, I feel like it's not even, even that. Think I think that. it's just more of like a power trip for most people because like, yeah, de- like killing people, like death and drugs, like all that. It's like glorified. It's like the, yeah, it's, it's glorified it's for today. It, yeah. And kids nowadays think that like, that's just the way mm-hmm. things are. Mm-hmm. And that's how shit should play out. And if somebody does you like this, you should kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Or, or like, I don't know, like if, um, I, I don't know, just, just that, just that, like. Yeah. It's so, like, kids are so desensitized to it that when it actually comes through, they don't understand what they just did yeah. or understand the actions that they're committing. And then they realize that all of a sudden it's not what they thought it was. Yeah. And, like, it's not going to take you where you think it's going to take you. Yeah, fucking, I was reading this interview about, like, this former gangbanger who had, like, basically got it he got out of the life because he saw what it could do to you and stuff like that and one of the big reasons he got out was because he was talking to this somehow like 50 year old gangbanger who had been around for a hot minute and he actually survived and all that jazz and he Mm -hmm. said he saved up a lot of money you know what he saved up 60k oh yeah you know he saved up 60k that was it that was his whole life's earnings that's literally like a year's or two years worth of mcdonald's wage isn't that fucking stupid you can work at mcdonald's for two years and make that money it's fucking retarded. It is, bro. It really is. But oh, that's offensive, bro. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, PC, PC, PC. Uh. Dude, speaking of, have you seen the new Dave Chappelle special? Haunt? <laughs> no. You gotta watch this, dog. Yeah, no, fucking Dave. Dave Chappelle, fucking he goes, he goes hard in this fucking special, and like hard in the paint. He does go hard in the paint. Bro. Going yeah. back, he though. goes real fucking hard in the paint because like this is gonna be his last but one dude, for a while. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he he went hard. But it's like it, it was all shit that was like yeah makes sense like yeah so like so like Dave Chappelle he I think part of the reason why I like him so much is like because I, I, I don't agree with him on everything uh-huh. because like I just but I do agree with a good chunk of what he says. Well, what don't you agree with? Hmm? What don't you agree with? There's nothing I can think of at the top of my head, uh-huh. but there's been a couple of things where I was just like uh, I don't agree with that. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. But like for the most part, I do agree with him with a good chunk. And, like, I don't know. I just felt the emotion, especially with that last little bit, bro. That, oh, man, I cried at the end. Yeah, with Daphne. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. I, I cried with that shit. That was so sad. Yeah, was good. I watched this man cry. 
<laughs> I witnessed it. Yeah. He did indeed shed a tear. Yeah. Fucking. Oof. I mean, the more that I've heard the stories that you guys have told me, the more I'm realizing that all that stuff that about Dave Chappelle and all this, it's just an, a bunch of commercialized bullshit. What? Like, it's just, there's two sides of a coin, like, not even two sides of a coin, two sides, two different worlds. Because mm. he's feeding into this PC. But honestly, the real stuff that we should be tackling on is like the stuff that we're talking about. Mm. Like that actually has real substance to, to it because the PC stuff, that's just feeding what? Mm. M- middle class, uh, uh, lower upper class Americans? Yeah. White people? Fucking white girls that are in college right now fucking getting trained by all this bullshit? Mm. That's not affecting the lower class African Americans or Hispanics that are actually suffering. I mean... W- yeah, but the thing with that is that we just don't have a Martin Luther King. We don't have leadership. Even then, nowadays... Like, we don't have anyone that we can go to that is... Like, we have people who make very valid points, but we don't have anyone who is what we represent. The and problem we, is that we... That's what I'm going towards. I feel like right now we're at the end of a cycle and we're in a tran- transitional period. So, wait, quick question. Uh, are, you at, are you specifically talking about, like... Uh, 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 American Latinos, like as a whole, or are you talking about like just majority minorities? Like, does it together? Nah, dude. Because that's the thing. Like, you just can, a, oh, no, not it, even minorities, just a suffering of the lower it, class. It, it, oh, the lower it, class. It's okay, more okay, of a okay. classism issue than it is a racial issue. Okay, but the racial bad, issue is exactly. still there. Because it's like underlying. Because it goes hand in hand, but at the same time, you can't blame one hand for the other hand. It because I mean, far far. I don't want to gloss over the fact that there maybe there are there is like, a huge dude, community where Texas Mexicans, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> oh, there might be a huge community that is fucking you know worse. emotionally affected if somebody doesn't consider them you know my, not non-binary and you know doesn't affect them. But honestly, you have to reflect upon yourself and look at yourself and be like, does this really? fucking matter more than that little black kid over there that's gonna you know suffer because of gang violence mm. and because the system doesn't give him a proper education like which one matters more my feelings or something that that's actually gonna affect a real life his situation lives and then yeah. on to a macro scale yeah, yeah. dude watch the dish post you gotta watch it Nah, fucking. I get, I get what, you, I get what you're saying. Stop. Yeah. We need to stop being snowflakes and focus on everyone's feelings. We need to focus on giving them good medicine and not just trying to appease everybody. Is that what you're trying to say, basically? A good medicine, but more of just a good, like, uh, a better future, a more stable future. Yeah. I think that that's what better America is. Also, like, because uh, the American dream is dead. I don't think it's dead. I think it's best. Part. I think there's a new what American you, dream. There's there's a new there will be the point of you trying to start a, up your own. Ameri- if there are immigrants still coming over here for a reason. It's not dead. It's not dead. It's yeah. never going to die. Like, you have to remember, like, oh, alone, no. America is still a much better place than a good chunk of, like, the rest of the world. But so, in terms of, like, the OG American dream, like, Benjamin Franklin type shit, that, that's dead. Well, shit. Still what, no, because you What can't. about Mark Zuckerberg? He's only, he, like, he's only, like, what, 10 years older he's than us? He's a fucking robot. I, doesn't dude, matter. He's, like, 10 years older than us or some shit. That dude's an uh, AI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, fine. Fucking, who's, who's a ninja? The fucking streamer. Do you know he he was complaining about fucking getting taxed? Fucking, I actually agree with him on this part. He got fucking taxed like twenty five million or fifty million or some shit because of because of his income. But like he's like a few years older than us, and he had fucking like I'm not gonna say he was like broke, but like mm. 
Like he just he he was about like our level, and like he blew the fuck up because like he took what he was good at and he applied himself. And, like, but also yeah. at, the same, at the same time, people are just we're com- we're making comparisons. People are saying, "Oh, we're not what we used to be." That oh, immigrants would come over here like from Italy and all that. That's because right now we're in a transitionary period of where we're becoming the most diverse nation on earth. Yeah, that's true. Like if you go to Germany or the Netherlands. white people everywhere that's a homogenous group like they're not as diverse as us you ever been to michigan (laughs) (laughs) bro there's nothing okay okay quick sidestep i don't mean to like interrupt you but like when i was in michigan i felt so awkward bro because there was nothing but white people yeah michigan ohio well so like 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 especially fucking ohio dude bro it was just weird because like isn't that place flat uh michigan no there's like mountains and shit oh okay okay where's the flat place arizona Arizona's fucking flat. Oh my god, yeah, Texas yeah. is flat too. Texas is so flat. Maybe not up in the northern part, but like fucking where I drove all through, mm-hmm. so fucking flat. But like, mm-hmm. back to my little sidestep. Yeah. Nah, I've, I'm used to like seeing you know the rainbow and shit. Like I'm used to seeing different colored people like everywhere I go. Like I'm like used to just seeing diversity. And then all of a sudden it was just nothing but white, except for like two people, and that was a Chinese lady working at the Chinese restaurant in town, <laughs> and fucking some random ass black dude that was at the one bar. That everyone went to. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, I'm just, I'm used to seeing diversity now. Mm. And there was just, like, nothing but white people. The man was among his people. (laughs) Was I? (laughs) Bro, it was weird. Yeah, but I feel like Midwest people are just kind of a different breed of white people, too. Bro, they stare. They're just, like. They're just, yeah. Once they realize, like, you're not from around there, they're just, like, observe you. And they don't (laughs) bring eye contact, man. It's hella weird. Yeah, but bringing my point back around. Sorry, um, Well, yeah, we're not getting immigrants from Europe, but that's because they're well-established, and if you go to France, it's a bunch of fucking white French people. So, like, ooh, Europe's dealing with their own problems, mostly from, like... uh, And, yeah, you know, they're they're becoming more diverse as, you know, cultures are starting to mix and, you know... So, like, depending on who you ask, uh, Europe is dealing with the big problem of the immigration from uh, the Middle East. Yeah. And that's where... Some some people see it as like, hey, they're helping people from the Middle East who are, as I said earlier, just fucking rough shape, man. Like they're just not nonstop bullshit. But at the same time, because they're accepting people from the Middle East and shit like that, like they're getting they're they're getting the extremists too. And there's already been multiple car bombings and shit in France because of it. I mean, look at it this way: you're dealing with one, you know, you know, from several different nations, but mm-hmm. you know, generally they call them, you know, from the Middle East. Yeah, we're dealing for people from there. From Asia, from South America, from Canada, mm. from Europe as well, from everywhere. Yeah. So, of course, we're not going to have it perfect. Oh, God, no. We're not going like, to have it perfect for a good while. Yeah, and it, and that's that, that's what I'm trying to go towards. People just want it right there and right then. It's never That's never going to happen. Oh, God, no. See, not, like, not right now. As much as I... So, like, I think one of the big things that's been getting me a lot is we need to stop looking as a, like as a skin issue. We need to start looking at it as like like what Jan said as a class issue, because the moment you get race involved, it just like you get people that are fed up with the whole race issue and all that jazz. You get people who will just try to take advantage of it and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we need to stop looking at it as like a race issue and just look at it as a class issue. And then on top of that, because like, oh fuck, what did I see it? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, like uh, for example, like black culture, white culture is like uh, stolen like a good chunk of like what like. Like uh, rap music and stuff like that, it got really big because 
who listens to it? a bunch of white people they're just like yeah we love this shit and then like it fucking get, goes on and on and then they say we're stealing their culture but at the same time we're just kind of absorbing it because i think i don't really see like okay i don't want to see like i don't want to sound like an idiot when i say this. i don't really see color i kind of just see people and like you know what i mean jesus christ i'm sorry like, <laughs> i just see people man like fucking i either see fucking a fucking cool ass person or I see some jerkwad who's fucking doesn't give a shit about me. No, know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. and you when you're in a crowd of people, yeah, and uh, you see a bunch of white people, and you see a bunch of black people, and you see a bunch of Mexicans, and you see a bunch of Asians, hmm. you don't automatically associate yourself with the group of white people. Franny, who are my friends? I have, um, a, I have a diverse ass group of friends, bro. They me, they range in every color. Me and they range some, in every sexual orientation. Like fucking. It's because people want to bring this into a huge generality, but th- it depends on the situation. Because, but you can't say you don't see color because it's there. Hmm? But not for me. Yeah, I get that. But remember how we were talking about like how we all yeah, see things we're, different. We're also barely opening up the discussion that we're having a conflict between primal instinct yeah. and actual consciousness. Mm. Right. Because your primal instinct is going to go, oh, I'm going to go with my tribe. Right. The other side, it's, I can't see color. Yeah. I don't want to see color. And we're barely opening up that discussion right now. Okay. So, well, I agree individuality is like a must-have. Because I don't want everyone to be the same person. I don't want to be a copy-cut fucking kind of thing. I want Copy-cut. Copy-cut. Uh, fucking cut and paste. Fuck. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I don't want that kind of fucking world because, like, who was it? Fairly Odd Parents. They did something like that where fucking they made everyone just a gray blob. Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah. It was actually a really good episode when it came to teaching, like, this issue. Yeah. Like, fucking, no matter what we do, there's always going to be some reason that people are going to want to discriminate against others. And that's just, unfortunately, like, how it's going to be mm-hmm. unless we can fucking find a way to stamp out that hatred fucking that people have for other people. Yeah. And just to put it in a more complex uh, way. Um, think about it. Like you said, take all these se- uh, several different ethnic ethnic groups: Please. black, Hispanic, Asian, white, and you look at them, gang, and put yourself in several different situations. Mm. How would it be if I were trans? Mahogany. How would it be if I were gay? How would it be if I were another race? Mm. Dick in the butt. God damn it. <laughs> you know. They, each ethnic group might look at me a different way. Yeah, and usually from my experiences, white people tend you know tend to accept people a lot easier. Mm. And from my own people, if I'm not straight, and if I'm not brown, mm. fuck you. That is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's facts. Even, but it all but it all you, stems from some kind of like sense I mean, of having to protect yourself. Even that's if just, you, even if you're not as macho as them, if you're not as macho as I am, that, fuck you. That is a huge part of Hispanic culture is the machoism of it, and the like. Oh, como yo soy más hombre que tú, You know what I mean? It's like you you have to be the como alpha in shorty. every situation, or not even the alpha, but you have to be the man twenty four seven. And if you get caught lacking at all, they just look at you like a bitch. And they just, like, don't even fuck with you. Not really like that, but, like, in terms of, like, the older heads, that's really how they look at it. Because I feel like our generation, or, like, the group of, like, I guess Hispanics that I've been seeing around our age group, they're all pretty chill, bro. Everyone that's, like, around our age just gets it. They don't really, like, trip about shit. It's usually just, like, 30-year-olds or, like, upper 20-year-olds. 
would just be acting weird as fuck. <laughs> no, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, from, from, I guess no, from I, my I get, perspective. I get what you're talking about. I know a huge spectrum of people, and th- that stuff yeah. carries over, man. But I'm yeah. saying, I guess I, it's just because I don't. And that's what I'm saying, that we're in a huge transitional period. Yeah. To where we're just accepting... Because I know, you know what you mean. Yeah, I also it, have a bunch of homies who just don't fuck with that shit at all. Yeah, and I, yeah. I get that too because it's like, I don't respect it, but I get it. Does that make sense? So yeah. like, it's just like you got a you got a generation above you putting the stigma on people, but then you got the world around you telling you the opposite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Fucking, I do believe like the whole race talk or the sexuality talk as a whole, like I think those two are separate though. For sure. Like when you were talking about, like, say you were trans or gay or fucking another race. Because like, I think I, I can't even, I could not even relate to anything. Yeah, because like when uh, you when because I feel like if we were to have that discussion, I would like to have someone on here who represents. Their, yeah, the other side. That voice, but like it, to a point where it's not just them yelling down our throats. But yeah. Actual like points and articulate themselves and you know what I mean. Hmm. I feel like they just go hand in hand because if you to a degree yes, but. It, because why should it's color, only because they're both minorities. Why should color be any different than your sexual orientation? Because but I don't know. sexual orientation people, is like biology. It, it, it's a I huge guess, complex issue in itself, but at the but same you, time, you, it's you just, can't it, even transgenders like you can't change your race. You know what I mean? Oh, like, God. well, now you can't. Did you Franny, see did you see that who idiot who Korean? fucking? Yeah, yeah the white yes. Who went Korean, dude? Bro, he was some European dude, and he's like, "I'm Korean now. No, yeah. I'm transracial." Mm. And bro, a shit ton of people ripped into his ass. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, because you you just can't do that. No, nah. there's definitely gonna be people like that. There's gonna be there's gonna be but, more people like that, but it's, it's not right. I don't know. I mean, don't feel right. what I'm trying to get at is that like, Whoa, racial issues are you know, <laughs> each minority has their own complexity. But at the same time, it just boils down to, like, humanity, humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. Because, I don't know, I never really trip on, I, I don't know, I guess it is different. Because, like, I get that, you know, those, the gays and the trans going through the issues and everything, they always have been. But, personally, I've never really, like, I'm not biased towards them or anything. So, every time I ever met one, it's just been pretty normal. It's never been anything where I feel like they're trying I think to push cool. their values on me or they're trying to, like, do the most. Like, I've never met, like, radical SJW, yeah. I guess. Is I think it's cool, too, because it's also, like... I've met a bunch of radical SJWs. A bunch have kicked me out of their lives. Wow. Damn. Because um, one time, this was in my, so- uh, you know, my sophomore year, um... Me, me and this girl, she, I, I don't know what she was going through, but she, I don't know what she's going through now. She's having a difficult time, you know, coming to terms with her sexuality and stuff. Mm. And I just told her straight out, I was like, I don't know how to feel about that stuff because I wasn't raised in that environment. Nobody gave me that talk. I was raised in a Hispanic household, in a Hispanic environment, to where if you even think about that, you know, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, who has time for that shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're on hill. Yeah, that too. And she was, and she was like, "What do you mean? You don't know how to feel about that." And then she was like, "You're a homophobe." And I was like, what "I don't, fuck? I don't know how to feel about that. I wasn't raised in that environment. I don't know how to feel about that. I've never, I've never been the concepts like alien to you. I've never been around a gay person for a long time. It's like it was like a myth at that point to me. Shit, me neither. It's like I knew about that gay guy in church." But it's like, have I spoken to him? Have I gotten to know him? Do I even know his name? No, I don't. I don't. 
But you know, please yeah, they are. That name. What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shit. You know, I get that. It. Back to what I was saying is I think it I think like it's really cool, like with transgender people, like the way that they can just express themselves like that and like not feel any like shame or anything. Not that they should feel shamed or mm. anything like that. But like it it, it does it does take a lot of to, guts, bro. Yeah, yeah it takes balls, a lot of guts dude, to got... to put yourself out there like that yeah. when people don't agree with you. Yeah. But you still tr- you still stick true to what you believe in mm-hmm. and what's good for you. Can't like, it. that takes a lot yeah. of strength and that takes a lot of discipline. So, wait, wait, good question. So, like, I'm not, like, the most well-versed. So, it's, like, trans, does that, like, translate to just, like, when men switch to women and women switch to men? Or does that also include the I'm now a tater tot or I'm now a bag of Doritos kind of people, too? No. That uh, stuff, I feel like, is... That's like the identify as Apache helicopter type thing. Like, okay. So like that's completely separate. I, I feel yeah. like that. That's that's like the closest thing I can think okay, of that is way, like gender fluidity, which is like, like when they switch between. Is that like for the most part in most categories of anything, it's like a thousand pit bulls that are just silent and cool, which is being themselves, and then a hundred chihuahuas just barking online twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. At the same time, there's also probably a lot of people that do feel that way, but we need to take it one step at a time. Yeah. Like yeah, the I thing mean, that makes. But mo- what what starts this is the conversation itself. Yeah, but like the thing is with whenever I've seen, at least online at least, and I don't know, it might be super biased because they try to pick like the most like radical people, I guess, for like views. But it's always like they try to expect or you try to like come to just asking them questions and come to common ground. And they just deflect, 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 and blame you as the enemy off rip. Mm. And that's what I don't like. I don't like the fact that, like, whenever you try to just even have the talk, they're just completely, like, they block you out of the whole conversation because you don't understand. You know what I mean? That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, because um, it's, like, the most logical uh, transition we can make is, like, oh, if you're a man wanting to become a woman, or if you're a woman becoming a man, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's a whole different talk of I'm gonna transition between genders based on my mood or my attitude oh, or how uh, how I feel throughout the day. But I feel that, like that's, that's just, a whole different topic within I, their community itself. That's something that they're trying to come to terms with as a community. And I don't want to write those yeah, people I mean, so off. I don't, the even, problem, I don't the, know. I don't even feel like I could even speak on their terms because the I'm problem, not even in that. Community yeah, the problem so, that you yeah, have I mean, to like you have to have like a rational train of thought first of how to transition into, you know, accepting those new ideas. Because you can't just go, you know, straight to the fucking left right off the bat. Like, you have to go simple steps. I think we went off topic way too far. Not really. It's all correlated. Holy shit. No, it it is. I like this. I like the topic. Like, I like our discussions right now. But holy shit, it's at three hours, 20 minutes right now. Three hours, barely. It's about to be four, 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 dog. How long, four, four, four? Like a minute. How long was our break? Like yeah. 30, 40. Yeah. What? Oh, wait, was it just going the entire time? Because it's, it's already no, four. No, we paused. It's 4.45, dude. Oh, it's four, oh, oh, no, I was looking at, like, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three, yeah, it's three hours and 19 minutes. Yeah, I realized it was 4 oh, a.m., like, shit. 20 you know, minutes ago. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What? This is the time of a typical Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. No shit? Yeah, this long. But, dude, we've been doing this since day one. Yeah, not, we've really been hitting around three since we yeah, started. Yeah, that's true, but it's been it's been a while because the last two last have two, been yeah. an hour, hour. 40 something. An hour, two hours. 
Dude, I feel like we should start doing midweek episodes and start coming to here earlier. Or, like, getting it started as soon as everyone pulls up. Yo, quick sidestep. Yeah. Fucking, I have a friend who's currently transitioning from a man to a woman. Like, if I could see, I could see if they, like, want to come on and, like, sort of, like, talk about this if you want. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't want to, like, yeah. I definitely feel like we should focus on just getting different point of views across. Mm. Hmm. I don't no. want to be stagnant and just like be like all. Oh, well, I mean, like we all just have. I, I would be down to get an officer here, like something like that too, because it'd be interesting to see their like uh, police officers' point of view on what we were talking about earlier and see how they feel. Oh, I know somebody that. who would. Want. Oh wait, your uncle. Huh? Yeah, we're, we're, I'm pretty sure we know all know law enforcement that <laughs> yeah. would love to get on here. Huh. <laughs> um, no, we have my really. uncle over. No. We'd have to do some things. What about um, Horace's friend? Oh, Childers? Hell yeah, he'd fucking love to come on here too. Probably. Oh yeah, Childers yeah. is twelve. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Childers. What's his first name? Logan. He was No like, way! Yeah. He became 12? Yeah. No yeah. fucking way. Up. <laughs> Y'all, do you know him? He's the same dude, too. He's yeah, just know. hella chill. Fucking Dang. funny as fuck still. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Most of my experience has always been with older officers. Fucking. Who are balding. <laughs> look 40s. I mean, we also have to look through their eyes. I mean, they're also trying to wrap their head around this as well. So, yeah. like... Mm. Because when they grew uh, up, it was different. Yeah. Wait. Well, see, like, fucking my uncle, he did 20, uh, yeah, he did 20 years in the military from 71 to 91, and then he did fucking another 22 years in the police force. That's a whole Dude. different Oh, animal. yeah, no, he is the straightest edge you that will ever meet. was hustling that damn diploma, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dang. Fucking, like. What's he, he got to show for it? A house, two daughters, grandchildren, three cars, fucking a pontoon boat, a bass boat, so guns. Man, full put his whole estate on blast. Like, what, you, what you mean? <laughs> I ain't gonna though, but that's not not seem like a scam. What? What? For forty years? Forty years. That's all he's two got. Very, very, like hard, mentally draining jobs and physically. Too. So you know what the funny thing is? I'm pretty sure it drained his wife more than it drained him, because she was. Oh, I love my aunt so much, but she she was a warrior wart like my mom. So like yeah, because it depends on how you look at it. I mean, yeah. if you're just shooting the shit every day, but I'm saying like, but dude, your wife's over there wearing like, oh, he's gonna yeah, die today. Yeah, straight up, fucking well, like fucking. I've told Franny like I've just like there was days where I did sh- jack shit, like, but dude, like then there was my mom who was just like, he's in the army. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not, man. My mom's was, playing video games. Yeah, straight up, I'm fucking like sitting with my fucking feet kicked up on the desk playing video games, fucking on a 24 hour duty, and my mom's just like. He's serving our country. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Call of Duty. <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, but no, fucking. Uh, yeah, small world. We all know interesting people. We should. Well, I feel like well, we should call that episode. Yeah, like we've got our episode. first army vet on here. <laughs> Dude, he's been on here since like the first episode. <laughs> I know, but I mean, you know, actually talking yeah. about his experiences. Yeah. Shit. That's cool. <clears throat> Bro, I got more if you want. <laughs> Dude, we should um bring Forrest on with Justin. Yeah. Oh, with Justin, yeah. yeah. Oh, All just right. shoot the shit. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Forrest hasn't really talked about his, his experiences like that. No. I think he said he was going to wait until Justin got here. Oh, really? Yeah, so they could bounce off each other. Really? Wow. I want to hear that. Yeah. Dude, you should like be near them when they're having a conversation about the army, dude. They're talking in fucking Tongues. foreign language, <laughs> dude. Because like, they got so many like different... uh like experiences not even different experiences but like y'all know like the army code you know what i mean like Ooh. all the numbers letters oh, sections all that kind of shit I, I, know, I know 
quite a bit of it because I was around Loudon a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he talks to me about a bunch of that stuff. Well, then maybe you'll understand more than I do whenever they start talking that shit. So, Franny, you know something funny? What? I was in for five years. Yeah. I still don't fucking understand all the army. No, for sure. But, I mean, like, when every time y'all were on leave and I would listen to you and Forrest talk, I'd just be standing there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not understanding, like, what the fuck they're talking about. Then they got to break it down in civvy terms. <laughs> well, shit, that was episode three. Yeah, Wait, hold on. We gotta. We can't just pause it there. We have to have an outro or something. Oh, an outro? Just a nice hey, word listen, for the listen. audience. Kazoo noise. Chill out. <laughs> so, what should be our overall <laughs> message for this? Fucking shit. Um, don't like be a first, bigot. Yeah, the but first also don't be a cunt. Definitely way different than the second half. The second <laughs> half got pretty real. But there's two sides to the world, long, two faces to every person. Yeah. If I you stuck like around this long, then you actually care about the conversation appreciate you for being here and everything sorry if we just babbled on yeah that too but <laughs> i sent for you I, yeah. sent for you. I feel like a simple message would just be this world's way too complex and every situation is way too complex so just give love and care yeah just try to be a good a good person try to have yeah, open eyes and big heart be human yeah well i guess that's for this one that was the blindsided podcast <laughs>